Hello and welcome to episode 55 of the Real Talk podcast. I am Cam, joined by my lovely co-hosts Tyler, Seth, and George. Uh, we got this new feature. You can see our social media. So I believe these are our TikTok handles right here. So if you'd like to follow us and you don't and you're on YouTube and you can see our handles, go give us a follow there. Um, we have a, you know, kind of mediocre episode this week. Nothing crazy. I mean, I wouldn't, not, not mediocre, but just nothing crazy this week. We're kind of doing catch up, I think. Uh, is what I'd call it. We a lot of a new lot movie of... releases that weren't the most anticipated, yeah. but Bottoms, yeah, I think, and... was in general, but we're just late to the game on Bottoms. Also, yeah. you guys were complaining about not seeing, not being able to see Dumb Money in theaters, and I, then I checked, like, New York Times, and it's nowhere. Yeah, Dumb Money. So weird. Was this, like, a limited release I didn't know about? Yeah, I, I mean, it's it, it's playing near me, playing. but, like, only, like, in the city, in the city. But, like, the cast is deep. Like, the 10th build it's person on the cast, cast is, like, a, someone you would know their name. So it's, like, kind of <laughs> crazy that it's such yeah. a small is it release. Is 24 or is it, like, no, a small release? No, no, no. Oh, no, it's Sony. But it's also, it came uh, out on a weekend that's just, like, not competitive at all. So you'd think they would put it, like, bigger. Because I feel yeah, like it definitely yeah, could have yeah. done, well, I don't know. Expend, like, movies like Expendables always have those, like, cult followings that are going to see stuff no matter what. But... But yeah, we'll get spend four bulls. True, true. Yeah, I mean, and, and yeah, it's a good cast, but A24 would not produce this kind of movie, so that was a dumb question. <laughs> yeah, but, dumb question. Um, yeah, we're we're playing we're playing catch up this week. Got a whole lot of trailers. We've kind of been off for the last couple of weeks. We've been doing a lot of like fun um, bonus episode type things. Where last week we talked M Night with the uh, looks like a pod um, or looks like a movie pod. Um, so we've been doing episodes like that recently, so we're missing some new releases here and there. But we'll get all caught up. There's a lot. So we have Bottoms. We have Dumb Money. Exforbles. Expendables. We have some Ahsoka, I believe. George can talk half of no... Uh, what was it called? No one will save you. No one will save you. Yeah, you can talk <laughs> half of that. I think he, he got halfway through. Um, so a lot of movies to catch up. Uh, oh, I have a fun little story about the movie A Million Miles Away. Um, that's a new one on Prime Video. Uh, pay your actors and writers, but yeah, go watch it. Um, also Jeopardy. Yeah, and then and then we have some movie news. Which the fun thing this week, I, I was bored and I don't know. I wanted something kind of fun. I didn't tell you guys the news. Ooh, you guys can like live react. So you can't see the news. You'll just have to live react as I read it off. But not really a big news week. Every so other piece of news you tell is going to be real and one's going to be, yeah. every other one's going to yeah, be fake. I, I'm going to make one up. Two truths and a lie. Yeah. You have to tell me which one's bullshit. Um, and then, yeah, at the very end, we'll be playing some Jeopardy. It'll be George, Seth, and Tyler facing off again. Um, honestly, I need to go find that because I. I forget where it was uh, posted. I, I believe it it's was, in our Patreon. Uh, You'll be able to find it while it, one of okay, us is reviewing is something. Perfect. Did you look um, at it already? Perfect. No, yeah. I haven't looked at it. Yet. I wonder if it's the same categories. I want I want that fucking actor mashup name again because I, I yeah. don't. I'm, I'm dialed. I'm dialed in now. Them. Now I'm dialed in. Okay, perfect. I studied so, every actor potential mashup. Shout out again, Isaac Hirschberger, for for creating that. Um, but yeah, let's just get right into it. As always, we'll start off with a little how have we been. Um, so Seth, how are you? Uh, I'm good. I'm all right. Uh, pretty busy week. It was, we didn't record last week, did we? No. Nope. Last no. week was your birthday. We did the M night. Yeah. Already forgetting. Happy birthday. Yeah. 25 last week, which was nice. Old. Might as well just be in the grave already. <laughs> <laughs> am I second oldest here? Am I? 
think you're third. Yeah, you're second. Third. No, 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 you're Jordan second youngest, maybe. I mean. Sorry, second youngest. You're second youngest. Oh. You and Cam are close-ish, okay. and me and George are close-ish, and then there's like a two-year gap yeah. between us. Yeah. Uh, I didn't really do much for it, to be fair. Just stand I don't really care about my, my own birthday anymore. It doesn't really interest me, like, doing things for it. Facts. Me and Anna just watched some films. Like, I tried to pick some films that she would enjoy. Um, I watched Parasite with her, which was... Because I, I was thinking, you know, I, let me pick some I love, but that is like pretty accessible. Because Parasite's very Western, you know, you can, yeah. you can mm -hmm. get it. And she really, really loved it. I also watched Some Like It Hot. She didn't like it so much. We also watched Paprika because it's right on Netflix. George, you might have seen it. This uh, Satoshi Khan film. Same guy I did, Perfect Blue. Mm -hmm. Never uh, seen it. Yeah, it wasn't great. I could, well, for me, anyway, I couldn't really get into it that much. It was all right. It was all right. Um, but yeah, pretty standard week as far as I'm concerned. Nothing crazy. Uh, work's been a bit busy. Um, birthday was good. Got a few things coming up that I'm really excited for next week. And then obviously got uh, the BFI Film Festival in two weeks as well, which I'm very, very excited for. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Pretty standard week as far as I'm concerned. Huge. Awesome. Um, all right, Tyler, how have you been? What you been up to? Yeah, been been solid. So last week we didn't record. Um, we had to do our, our batch recording, which we've kind of grown accustomed to the past couple of months. But I was at a wedding once again. Um, well, actually, the last two times was bachelor parties. But now for those weddings that I was having bachelor parties for, I've actually gone to the weddings now. Uh, last weekend I was in Seattle. Seth, is Seattle an American city like that you guys are familiar with? Or is that not really? Do I look like an angel to you guys right now? I feel like I'm absorbing all light right now. Yeah, look I feel the same. Like, if you see me, all, like, everyone who's watching, I always put my hand up to my camera because, like, my, I always get that same way, too, and I need to, like, focus it. So you can try the, do, the hand of the Tyler's, camera technique. Do Tyler's thing. It'll focus yeah. in. But, um, but yeah, Seth, Seth, do you guys know Seattle or is Seattle not really, like, a, an internationally known city? Like, do you know the city Seattle? Yeah, of course. Okay. No, I don't know. Like it's sleep sleep sleepless in Seattle. Yeah. The only one I didn't know about, and we had this conversation the other day on text, is I assume Montana was all just cows and boring shit. And then they sent me photos. Yeah. I was like, shit. Montana's actually. I want to go to Montana. Montana might be Jackson yeah. Holes in Montana. To be but, yeah. There is a, like more cows than humans in Montana. I'm almost positive about that. Part. Yeah. I mean, it's a huge state. I'm that's almost not that positive populated. about that. Part. But. To be Honestly. fair, even Americans sleep on Montana. It's just like a slept-on state in general. Montana's like the nicest state in this Why country. Why was Montana <laughs> the first one that came up when I started Googling, are there more cows than humans in? <laughs> Probably because that's like a fun fact people know. <laughs> I, I actually yeah. think that is real. Idaho, <laughs> Iowa, Kansas, Montana, Nebraska, North Dakota, Oklahoma, South Dakota, and Wyoming. Cows are more numerous than people. I bet you had a fucking lot of cows. You had to be crazy. sweating reading that off to hope Indiana wasn't going to pop up on there. But. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Indiana. Yeah. Woohoo. Uh, no but yeah. way to save this rural. But yeah, I was in Seattle. It was my first time ever going up there. Um, for people near the area, the actual wedding was in Tacoma. So I spent most of the weekend in Tacoma, which is like 30 minutes south of Seattle. Um, good time. Normally, you know, like you think Seattle is going to be rainy and cloudy like all the time but it was sunny and like 70 which is perfect a great change of pace for what i'm used to in arizona um so yeah good time at the wedding um shout out wyatt and chantel for getting married but yeah so i got back from that and just been playing catch up all week um today been gonna be a busy day so like i'm actually showered for the first time ever before real talk because i you know i record these super early my time but basically right after we record this episode i got a Drive all the way into the city, which is like 40 minutes away for me. A uh, round trip, like, will be like an hour and a half to go get the new iPhone to pick it up. So, very stoked oh, for that. Oh, it's, been a, it's been a long time since which I've upgraded. Anna's just getting the, the, the new one, I think. Which I, one are you and the big I got, one? I got the 15 one. Pro Max, so the, the big oh, boy. Oh, but, yeah, the big boy. Oh, you don't like the I, Pro? I, 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 I love it. I, 
I have to get the Max. I've never got the, the Max. I got the Mini. It fits in my hand. It feels so small when you pick them up nah, again. Now that's it's great. Really weird. That's great. Awesome. I love that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I'm getting the new iPhone. It's been like four years, and so I'm just getting the big boy because I'm just gonna write it off on taxes anyways. It's, it's a business expense for TikTok, <laughs> and if they're gonna tar- charge me taxes for my TikTok money, I'm gonna, I'm gonna write off that that iPhone. I'm gonna go <laughs> full fair. full dumb money on them. But, have you guys ever watched Shit's Creek? Oh yeah, yes, I love Shit's Creek. Where where David's like, you write it off <laughs> to who? The write off people. Yeah, that, <laughs> I've seen that film in ages. Oh, that, I, I love that's so Shit's good. Creek. But yeah, so gonna go up, go up there, and then once I get back, it'll be uh, college football day. So um, speaking of college football, it's like not even fun. I'm not even gonna brag about like being cams like. Yeah, uh, yeah, we suck. This is the worst year of football we've had. Sorry, my dog is going <laughs> crazy right now. But fuck Purdue, fuck it. All. It's Who one. Cares? It's one of those things that when you're when your team's playing your friend's team in a rivalry and they win like a close last second game, that's when you want to brag. But like when it's a blowout the entire time and like basically from opening kickoff, you're like, this is a very one sided game, and we <laughs> we already know who's going to be winning this. So I was like, I'm not going to brag to Cam because and also like this is the 18th year in a row that Wisconsin's beating Purdue, so. Now, if you were born the if you were born the last time Purdue beat Wisconsin, you would now be an adult in America. So it's been it's been tough sledding for Purdue. So right, I your team's nice bad, Eighteen years. The funny That's thing great. is, they're just simply like not that bad of a program. It's a very weird like like Purdue's barely worse than Wisconsin in terms of like overall like quality, but just for some reason yeah. Wisconsin just owns Purdue. So that was fun. Um, but yeah, that, that's all for me. So uh, George, I'll kick it over to you. Yeah, I. I wish I could join the college football conversation because it's fun to like bash on Delaware because we're so ass. Um, one of my younger cousins actually goes to Delaware and her and her friends, they went to Penn State for that game. Like they were so excited. They made like a whole day trip out of it and went for a 63. What was it? It's a seven route mm-hmm. of a game. Um, was that this year? Or was that a previous year? That was this year. That was a three weeks ago <laughs> see like that's the thing about like because penn state not to flex is also another one of my alma maters but like the unfortunate oh, yeah. thing about your school delaware is like that's a game that i didn't even know happened because it's just yeah. like one of those you see on the schedule and you're like this is a turn your brain off don't even have to worry about the team this week so i i had no clue it was <laughs> happening until one of my college friends sent the screenshot of the score to our group chat and goes wow i just hope your team had fun that's all that matters that's all that matters. As long as we're having fun, no one got injured. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but no, I got a week all around, fair, pretty good. Um, one of the busier weeks uh, of work, um, which is like surprising. I, I hate like, I hate going into a week, and I don't know if you guys feel the same, where like, I don't expect a busy week. Like, there's not a lot on my calendar. I know my to-do list isn't like through the roof. Um, and then like once Monday hit meeting after meeting just kept popping up on my calendar to-do list kept going off the charts um it was one of those weeks where like i was so in and out of meetings that like my outlook and my inbox just kept piling up so everything got backed up and then i got to jump in more meetings um so busy week uh fast-paced week um but you know i tell everyone i I like that shit i'd I'd rather be busy as fuck one week than you know a week where i'm doing nothing at work because those weeks just feel like they take forever to go by the funny thing about um, corporate corporate world is like it's literally your job you're paid for. But if you have like a day, you go go into a day and you're like, I have this set amount of stuff to do, and then someone adds like more, you're like, you, you have the audacity off. to give me yeah. work? Like, what's it's wrong? Like, with are you, you serious <laughs> yeah. right now? My but my boss was off for two weeks. He came back last Monday uh, after his two weeker, and he immediately tossed the meeting on his calendar. And in my head, I'm like, dude, 
don't do that <laughs> like you just got back like yeah. take 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 some time to unwind and like catch up first um uh, but no yeah other than work uh pretty pretty standard week i had a, a wedding last weekend um so congrats to my cousin george and, and his beautiful lovely wife uh, wedding was gorgeous right here on long island um yeah uh nothing more to say standard week busy week of work uh, a lot more wedding planning you know we're really ramping up that um but other than that nothing nothing i don't know nothing worthwhile this week you know perfect i think uh live reaction i i believe this is seth's film reviews first time ever wearing headphones mm-hmm. during yeah the- it is yeah. So- this feels really weird can you hear me yeah yeah you you've heard it it's because they're like noise cancelling so i can't hear myself so ah, that's, okay. that's the I perfect like thing I, you just start screaming yeah <laughs> I, I i um what i lost my <laughs> this is horrible i don't like it i feel like really intrude right now um yeah so i lost my uh, airpods the other day so i had to buy some so i was like why don't i buy some headphones because it sounds a lot better on the podcast you know um but yeah what brand pretty... are those did you have, the, did you yeah, have the, brand, pros or brand? the regular airpods uh i've i don't like the pros i've tried them but you know the the bud on the pros yeah they just slip on my ears i need like the old they don't sit well i literally talked to riley about that last night i like the pros but she's like i can't wear them them. they just fall out uh, they have like different buds you can customize them to like fit your ear no no i don't think i don't think it's the size of the bud it's like the design of the no no no, it's not the size it's the rubber the actual end of it just doesn't fit in my ear. They always fall out. Well, I need like the old school ones. So that kind of renders what I was going to say when I asked if you had the pros like useless. I was going to say the AirPod Pros are the best invention in history. Uh, I They are beats. my favorite. I have the I've Beats like the life. Beats pods that like run around your ear. Is Those are my favorite. New Pro or? That, yeah, yeah, the second pros. gen that yeah, just yeah. came out today. Fresh. Took those really? out. Took those wow. out. Mm-hmm. I, uh, have you guys... Have you guys used the headphones yet? That they have, they're like six hundred pounds. No, like what? No. Seven hundred. Riley like has crazy. Them. My dad gave them to me as a gift, but I had no use. So she's a night nurse, so she sleeps during the day. So it's like perfect for her. She just throws those on, noise cancel, goes to sleep. How, how yeah. good are they? Like compared to like uh, Sony's or Beats and stuff like that, because they're expensive. Well, Beats is an interesting comparison. I think Sony's are way better. Beats are have always kind of been like more like the brand name as opposed to like the quality. But the, the AirPod Pro, See, like I mean, they're nice I headphones. It's just they're expensive. I like Beats I mean, too, I- but I feel like audiophiles are like oh Beats suck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not an audiophile though, don't worry. I was gonna say, are you on audiophile? <laughs> Someone's no. gonna comment about that. That's yeah. Um, but yeah, for myself nothing nothing really go on going on. Went out with uh my wife and her friends last night. Um M, the woman who did our uh logo, her like brother and uh her our new logo. Also shout out Adamson Visuals for doing our last one, but uh M who did our new one. Um, she, her like twin brother was in town and he brought some friends. And so we went out with them last night and I had two beers, drove home and I woke up this morning, like (laughs) feeling worse than any hangover like i just feel horrible this i love your tweet last that night tweet made michael me jackson. literally laugh out loud. i lost it the michael jackson flu game <laughs> oh dude michael jordan flu game michael jordan sorry. Yeah. uh i thought you were talking the the uh spy kids tweet that, I up. Uh, that was funny too. yeah uh so um yeah not, not a whole lot going on went out last night um watched uh, we'll get into that, I guess, when I when we talk about what we've been watching. So I won't talk that. 
Uh, bad week last week, just mental health wise. So I went back into my like Star Wars rewatch grind. So I got through like a, a season and a half of Rebels is kind of where I left off last Star Wars rewatch. So got through that. Uh, Can't wait to talk about Ahsoka. Yeah, <laughs> bro. I was, I was freaking um, out last night. <laughs> I know. It's I was great. bugging. Um, but pretty normal week. Just kind of like I think I mentioned. God, I'm gonna. You're killing me. Um, no kids home right now. I can yell and have my dogs bark, which is fantastic. I'll probably just let them out here soon. Um, yeah, not not a whole lot going on. We'll we'll move on. Uh, we'll start with the reviews. Um, so let me bad podcasting, but I'm gonna synopsis. Okay, I'm gonna. You want me to read this? I'll read the synopsis for Cam while he while he gets his dog. So bottoms. Let's talk bottoms. So this came out. Actually, I don't know, like probably a month ago at this point. It, it was released to digital like super quickly. So, Dude, so fast. So fast. So it's already on digital. Always on, which I don't think is a yeah. terrible idea for a movie like Bottoms because it wasn't a movie that was going to blow up the box office. Like I feel like after the, right. the initial weekend of, of hype, Bottoms kind of like no one was really going to see it. So I, I think this one's like not the worst like quick digital release because uh, we all got to see it on digital. So synopsis for Bottoms is PJ and Josie start a fight club as a way to lose their virginities to cheerleaders. The fight club, the fight club gains traction, and soon the most popular girls in school are beating each other up in the name of self-defense. But the pair finds themselves in over their heads and in need of a way out before their plan is exposed. Also, quick shout before I turn it back over to Cam that the alternate poster on Letterbox that George and I selected of Fight Club bangs. Um, so but Cam, I, I just I just covered for you while you're letting out the dogs. Now, now now I'll kick it back to you. Thank you. Perfect. Yeah. Fantastic synopsis read. Um, <laughs> So I guess if you're kicking it back to me, I'll just start with my initial thoughts. Um, I really enjoyed Bottoms. I thought it was very funny um, at moments. Not every joke hits, I think, like with most most comedies now. This, for me, like while I was watching it, and I put it in my letterbox it, uh, review because I just did it last night while I was out of the bar. Um, this so easily could have been a, like, 0.5 out of 100. Like, this could have been one of the worst movies ever if it if the jokes didn't land because it's so stupid and it's so like over the top, like high school. Um, it's, it's just so like leaning into the high school tropes of like the football players never take off their, uh, their pads, um, a million other things that I can't think of at this exact moment, but there's just so much dumb shit in this where if it's not funny, this may have been like one of the worst movies I've ever seen, but I, th I found it very, very funny. So the campiness I think works and like just the stupid, like high school tropes, uh, I, I think work in this one. Um, shout out, uh, Ao Edebiri. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I pronounced that right. I thought she was hilarious in this. Uh, Rachel Sonata's, uh, awesome. Um, she is awesome. I agree. Facts. You're, you're <laughs> very you awesome. Bonked. You need bonked. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I, I like the cast top to bottom, I think. Uh, it was a pretty simple story. Um, nothing like too too crazy. I think George... It's just, it's just high school people wanting to get laid. Yep. That's... Yeah, it's just high school people wanting to get laid. George, I think you were the one that said Marshawn Lynch sucked. Yeah, I, I thought didn't he like was just, him. I thought he was just kind of doing him so i didn't i didn't have i don't an issue know i just him. if everything he said just felt so forced like he didn't know how to act that's fair which I obviously mean, he's, he he's definitely not an actor but no I, that's I, why I, i'm not like i didn't remove a half a star because of yeah. my dislike of marshawn lynch because i'm fully aware he's not an actor but like i don't know i feel like we've seen athletes in movies put mm -hmm. on good performances like kevin garnett and uncut gems obviously mm -hmm. a much sure. better script to work with but 
I did love yeah, seeing I the think, end credits where yeah, I love seeing the end credits where they were doing like the outtakes because it literally that just looked funny. like it literally just looked like they wanted to march on. They're like, you have no lines, just like whatever you think. Because like he, <laughs> yeah, that the outtakes funny. were all so different. I'm like, I literally think they just gave this dude no lines. He's like, just be a substitute <laughs> teacher who's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I actually really like that. Uh, in the end credits having the outtakes those were funny um but i gave it a 71 out of 100 uh three and a half out of five stars i think but nothing like crazy about this thing i think it was just a funny easy to watch hour and a half movie and, and sometimes you need that so uh tyler uh send it to you yeah it's going on right the marshawn lynch thing i really i really enjoyed him in this but i'm just like a marshawn lynch guy like i saw him oh god i can't remember the name of it off the top of my head there's like some like Netflix show called, oh, it's like called Murderville or something where they take like actors and throw them in. Oh, was that like yeah with the uh, Will Arnett? Yep, yeah. Like where he right? runs it and he he was on an episode and he yeah. was like the fan favorite by far. So I'm guessing that's kind of when Hollywood looked at him and like we could throw him in a movie. And I I liked him in this. I'm um, kind of fun fact about Marshawn in this movie. So obviously this film is about women trying to sleep with women in high school. So kind of the reason Marshawn Lynch was drawn to this was he said in an interview that mm -hmm. basically when he was younger, his sister came out as homosexual and he, he his, one of his biggest regrets in life because it happened a long time ago for him was how he handled it. He didn't feel like he handled it well, was supportive, was like a good brother in that instance. And that's always been nagging at him throughout his whole life. So he kind of wanted to, like that's what really drew him to this movie was to be like, this is like an opportunity to mm -hmm. kind of like, at least give something small back to the LGBTQ community because I feel like I failed them in my previous life. So kind of cool story for him to kind of be in this. Yeah, mainly I did to kinda, see that. That was cool. Yeah, kind of mainly for his sister. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed him. Uh, Nicholas Gallatin, who's like the main, I don't even know if he's a quarterback. They never really showed them play football, but I think <laughs> they, they didn't him, show anything. Yeah, they man. made him he seem like he was the star pads. quarterback, but yeah. I, I really enjoy him. He was in a red, white, royal blue, which I thought he was great. And obviously he didn't get as much range to do in this one, but he's just a funny, silly little guy. He was in a purple hearts from last oh, year. Oh, that was, was him too. In one ear, out one, yeah. out the other, where he was just like Republican, uh, uh, military guy and then this he's just dumbass football player. what a range he's played his last three movies dumbass football player homosexual son of the queen in england and then hardcore republican who probably hates his, his purple hearts character would want to literally kill his red white white royal blue yeah character. weird weird movie yeah weird filmography but but i enjoy him um i think we're he's someone we're probably going to start seeing in more stuff just because i feel like his workload's starting to increase but uh, i agree with cam if the if the comedy didn't land here which I, it didn't all the time it was like 50 50 um it, it could have been really bad but i basically i watched this movie and it's a quick 90 minutes and i never once was like i hate this i want to turn it off but i never was like in love with it so it's just like very middle of the road for me but then that final scene is what kind of put it over the edge to be like a three star as opposed to like a 2.5 because i thought that final scene was a whole lot of fun which we'll talk about more in the later discussion but i felt like the directing of this movie was just kind of bland like i feel like this story was so wild and all over the place and the cast from top to bottom i absolutely loved but like it should have been a more fun and engaging movie with how great the cast is and how much I like them and how silly the story was, but it just kind of was meh. But uh, the soundtrack was great though. I'm a huge soundtrack guy and the soundtrack was banging. <laughs> the soundtrack was kind of banging. Bang, Did they play yeah. Avril Lavigne? Yeah. yeah. That, yeah. that was kind of banging. The soundtrack <laughs> was kind of banging. Um, yeah. Soundtrack yeah, was so banging. I gave it a 6.2 out of 10 for three stars. Last thing I'll say is I've seen people, but when this came out in theaters, compare it to like this like the modern day super bad and it, it's just not even close don't don't get modern day super bad is book smart book smart thank yeah. cam i love you bro <laughs> yeah it just thank is. you it just is
Booksmart's great. But George, so what good. were your thoughts? Uh, yeah, pretty much the, exactly the thoughts between the two of you guys. I went with a three and a half. I, I found myself laughing way more often than I thought it would. And like Cam said, if uh, if those jokes didn't land, this could have very well been a, a one, one and a half star movie. But they were landing for me. Um, I thought Ayo and Rachel were, were fucking fantastic. They, their chemistry, it feels like they've been acting alongside each other for, for years. Um, but yeah, I kind of want to echo what Tyler said in terms of the direction. I feel like this movie didn't know whether it wanted to be like a full-on spoof of the high school genre or like give us a genuinely like serious like entry into that uh, category of film. Like there were moments where it felt like you know, a scary movie or a not another teen movie. And then there were moments where it felt like a book smart. Um, so it was very, for me, tonally a little bit all over the place. Um, I still loved it. I texted you guys. There were moments in this movie, or I think I texted Victoria this. There were moments in this movie um, that I absolutely adored. I texted you guys. The total eclipse scene, I loved. Like, that yeah. was an all-timer. I rewound that, like, three times to watch it. Like, I thought that was fucking hilarious. Um, and then that song choice in the background is just there's no need for it but it was just yeah. per it was just perfect um but yeah for me it was a lot of hilarious moments a lot of heartfelt moments kind of surrounded by what felt like very lazy direction lazy writing um i wish they just kind of leaned more into these you know the the spoof you know genre trope aspect of this movie a little bit more because i think that would have played to them but there were moments where they wanted to dial in and get serious and in a movie full of like just very classic very standard genre cliches i don't think it worked as well as i had hoped for um i still went with a three and a half out of five i still really enjoyed my time with it like both of you guys said it's just a quick turn your brain off hour and a half comedy you're gonna laugh you know you might tear up here and there um but yeah it also felt a little predictable for me you kind of you know it's following the very standard high school formula you know mm -hmm. oh losers get popular or somewhat known more so in school you know they they run through their ups and downs at the end there's going to be this big like needle drop of them being exposed and then they're going to hate each other and then they're going to reconcile shit like that yeah. um but yeah uh I, I think the biggest thing that i take away from what you guys said if the comedy didn't hit this could have been a one out of five stars for me but it was hitting more, more so than i expected um yeah. and again didn't love marshawn lynch i'm just gonna throw that back in there uh, I thought he was cool. I think it's awesome that he's like in this movie. Um, I, I don't think this movie is going to do wonders at the box office. So I think the inclusion of Marshawn Lynch is going to get a lot of more people to watch it now that it's on digital, um, which is awesome because I think this movie deserves as many eyeballs on it as possible. Uh, but yeah, three and a half out of five for me. I think it's sitting either just inside or just outside my top 20 of the year. But again, I'm still like far behind. I've only seen, I think, like 55 new releases of the year um so yeah three and a half out of five great watch for the hour and a half that it was yep um so we can get into spoilers now even though like you kind of ran through the sonat like ran through the timeline yeah, already, sorry, sorry. there's not i mean there's not really anything to spoil and i don't have an issue with that in an hour and a half movie um that's like about like an hour and a half comedy i don't have a problem with it being uh uh generic i i kind of prefer that i just it's not going to be the best movie ever if you are generic it's just an easy watch you know um i will say right before we get into spoilers i clicked on nicholas uh uh scene, um his like you or uh, google profile and he is doing the full-on zoolander in his very first picture he's got the like duck face out just zoolander <laughs> face so 
that good for him look looking looking good in that one <laughs> um but yeah bottoms i don't know what yeah. you know tyler if you want to talk the ending scene they're basically on a football field and everyone's trying to kill everyone um as you mentioned they basically start a fight club and and then it gets exposed and then they have to fight at the end obviously but yeah they're just trying mm-hmm. to fight everyone and kill yeah everyone. i feel like the only thing like spoilery would be oh you know what we might as well throw this up so only thing spoil- <laughs> oh not <laughs> fuck yeah very cool <laughs> only thing spoilery would be like so that basically the whole movie it's like the girls both like the girls in the fight club that are trying to you know get women basically have this like war with the football team where they just hate them like a classic like the jocks suck like we hate yeah. these popular jocks um, but then kind of by the end they realize so they have like a big homecoming football game is what this movie like builds up to and the football game is like a huge rivalry years long between the two cities and basically like the girls who hate the football team that were trying to like kind of ruin the night realize or someone tells them towards the end that every year at this game like the other opponents like they try to kill someone on the football team like and their pets like like not just like hurt them like kill them like literally kill them so they're like shit well they're gonna like kill our people like we're 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 not that against them, so we're going to stick up for them. So they try and basically there's like a bomb that's set in a tree that's kind of like more of a distraction. And then like a fight all out just anchorman final scene level fight yeah. happens on the field of just people getting stabbed and killed and blood flying all over the place and gruesome. Just just women kicking ass. And it was just, so it was just hilarious when the football team walked out the other team because I was like. It's just they actually look like it could be a high school football team. Whereas the actors like in the movie for bottoms were like clearly like 28 year old men yeah and then like the other team rolls up and there's a couple studs in there but like it was a huge crowd most of them was like oh that's like actually what could a high school football team be so i was like just kind of chuckling and then yeah just literally like the end of anchorman is kind of what the end of movie this was where it's just all out crazy fight mortal combat the funny style thing to is, the deaths the funny thing is they didn't play any bit of football in this movie like <laughs> yeah. you said we don't really know if he was the quarterback or whatever they just start fighting and one of my favorite jokes was uh so hazel was uh one of like probably the third main character we'll call her um she was kind of the crux of the film at the end um being love interest to rachel's uh senate right senate or senate senate's I've always uh, thought it was senate, pj but... character okay senate uh rachel senate's pj character there uh they get together at the end but they look at her at one point and she's like, oh, now you want a bomb. Because earlier she builds a bomb and like blows up his car or something. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, but that, just had, me, that just had me dying because I was like, just building a bomb at a football <laughs> game. I can't remember who said it, but I loved when I, I think one of the girls at the end, basically after the fight ends, they're like, did we kill that guy? And I think Rachel Senate was the one who was like, oh, yeah, we, we've killed a lot of people. Like there's a lot of people yeah. dead here right now. And that just yeah. made me laugh out loud. They also like note note at the end that like no one is in the other team's crowd, um, <laughs> yeah. and I watched that and I was like, "This is so like I was I was thinking before that I'm like, there's no one there. This is stupid. Like they <laughs> didn't even try." And then they make note of it, and that made me laugh. Um, and at one point, they like pull out matching necklaces, and they're like, "Oh, we're pulling these out in the third act." And it were things like that, like that weren't the funniest thing ever but i think if they don't hit i'm like this sucks ass but it it for me made me laugh a good amount um so that's why i hold it pretty high compared to others um i don't are there any other jokes that you want to mention it's a fairly basic movie but i do think if you're wanting an easy watch it's on digital now i think you go watch it like this is something i could show emma and she would really like Mm -hmm. um but it's not something that's gonna win film awards you know Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, yeah, that's all. But 
that yeah that's all we can we can move on it's my 18th ranked movie of the year uh george so i think oh. you mentioned like in your top 20 tyler is it anywhere in it's your like top 48 or something so yeah 40, top, yeah, 50, top 50. 50 good job oh it's my, um, it's my 17. moving on mr mr george is the only one that was able to see dumb money <gasps> kind of wish i did i actually do really want to see this but like we said earlier it's got a limited ish release um it's in the big cities and i i could have driven to go see it i just didn't want to drive too far um but george give me your thoughts on on dumb money yeah uh keep it short obviously i mean i can't spoil anything i'm sure you guys know the entire story top to bottom anyways this Um, is a true story and i don't know how like fabricated it is but real quick sorry um to go into the synopsis so everyday people flip the script on wall street and get rich by turning gamestop into one of the world's hottest companies in the middle of everything is keith gill a regular guy who starts it all by sinking his life and his life savings into the stock when his social media posts are blowing up so does his life and the lives of everyone following him as a stock tip becomes a movement everyone gets wealthy until the billionaires fight back and both sides and and find their worlds turned upside down so basically if you were in so i was in college during the pandemic um this was in 2021 i believe because i was i was at school so 2020 was like covid um that was my junior year we got kicked off campus right but 2021 we were back and that started like started 2021 ish um basically gamestop got super big stocks started raising like crazy um wall street freaked out it, it was all because of wall street bets on on reddit if you don't know anything about that so this is a true story again i don't know how fabricated is it is to make it like a movie but it is a true story and it was something that was like took over the lives if you were in in college at the time like i was so um maybe if you were in the u.s you may remember that but george what were your thoughts on the movie sorry to no, no, you're good. Right. I appreciate that. Um, no, uh, uh, big surprise. Um, that's like my key takeaway. Um, I, I was uh, a big proponent of like, oh, why do we need this movie? Like this didn't even happen uh, a year and a half ago or, or whatnot at this point. Um, like, what's the point of this movie? They, they rallied. They wrote the script. They got these actors and filmed it rather fast. So just the timeline of events to lead up to the release of this movie, just it moved very quickly for me to like, not question whether it's just a, a money grab piece of shit or, or whether it's something actually worth watching. Um, I can confirm it's worth watching. Um, I had a fucking blast with this movie. Um, it, it's absolutely just dials into the absurdity of the story. Um, it, it's basically, I said in my TikTok review, this entire movie is a Reddit thread just in a movie, um, which I think is hilarious. I, I think if they tried to tell this particular story from like, the POV of like the like the hedge fund guys, I think it would have just come off very like bland and boring if they tried to take the route of like the big short where they try to like genuinely make it an intelligent movie and not appeal to all audiences. I think it would have fallen short. Um, but they really just, you know, hammered that this is a Reddit thread come to life. This is an absurd story. So we're going to make an absurd movie. Um, and because of that, I had a fucking blast with it. Um, I thought it was hilarious. Um, the first song that pops up is WAP. Um, and once the, literally the, that's the first thing you hear. No one talks before that. So once I heard that, I was like, okay, they're really like pulling for this whole like absurdity thing, which, which I absolutely adore. Um, the story itself, it, it's, you're not learning anything new. Um, which is one of the biggest reasons for me, at least why, you know, it's, it, I didn't rate it above a three and a half. Um, 
it's I believe the movie clocked in at like an hour and 40, hour 45, and it's very rare for me to say I wish a movie was longer, but I do wish this one was slightly longer because there were so many nuances. There were so many, like, you know, finite details uh, of this story that I think just would have, you know, benefited sharing with the audience. Just, you know, give us some knowledge coming out of this movie. Um, But they went with, like, the very surface level like basic timeline of these series of events um so i thought it just came off a little shallow here and there because we weren't diving deep into anything there were certain instances where like i had a question or two or whatever and i expected the movie to kind of explain it but but they didn't they just kind of continued with the very surface level aspect of the story that's why i said there's nothing to spoil here because every part of the story you heard about you heard about it on twitter tiktok instagram whatever any news outlet was talking about it for two weeks um and the movie didn't give you anything really beyond that um paul dano as a reddit user is just hilarious it's like it was such a perfect casting which is weird to say because like he's not doing anything he's realistically just being paul dano with long hair and a headband um, but he was so good in this movie. I really liked him. Pete Davidson, a little underutilized. He was really there for comedic relief. Um, not upset about that. I, I don't know where else he could have fit into the story, but I, I liked how they squeezed him in as like Paul Dano's character's brother. Pete Davidson is, is hilarious, and I, I don't know how he's used in this, but I also think he's very good at actually acting. I'd like no, he he's fucking hysterical. Do other things also, rather than be comedic. Yeah. If one of my favorite movies is is uh, King of Staten Island. King of Staten Island. I love him, but Great I movie. just wish he would get out of this. Like you're in for ten scenes, comedic relief, and then bye. You know? Yeah, yeah. That that's pretty much what he felt like. He he kind of just drops a bunch of one liners here and there. Um, he does have like a small like little heartfelt scene towards the end with Paul Dano, who is his brother in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was nice. But yeah, overall, he's just comedic relief. He he's. He's a stoner in this movie. He's stealing cars. He's driving Uber as a full, or he's doing a DoorDash as a full-time job, and he's like 30 years old or whatnot. So it's like very classic, like getting into fights with your parents about not having a real job, shit like that. Living in the basement, being a stoner. So it's like a very Pete Davidson type role. Yeah. Um, but it was there strictly for comedic relief. Pete Davidson wants to live in his parents' basement so oh, yeah. damn bad. Oh, yeah. He got no, too it's... famous for his yeah. own life. He, he wants to be in that basement so bad. <laughs> That's all he wants to do. Uh, but, yeah, I went with a three and a half out of five, like I said, to, to start this review. Just biggest takeaway from this movie is how surprised I was walking out of it. I genuinely had a great time. But, again, it's not doing anything. It's not an intelligent movie, per se. It's not You're not going to walk out feeling like you learned more about the situation unless you genuinely – lived under a rock throughout all of it um so yeah three and a half out of five this is a little higher ranked for me than bottoms um but still somewhere around that top 15 of the year cool um yeah uh directed by craig gillespie who also did his best movie george i thought oh right jesus Christ. um but not a whole lot other than that cruella uh lars and the real girl or whatever that movie is but um like like you said i think if this were directed by adam mckay and were a big short type movie it would probably be my favorite movie ever um and i would have been running to the theater to see it but um sounds like they went more of the comedic route um that's that's dumb money with george uh little background on that again after uh so after 
GameStop got super big. They tried to make AMC the next, uh, the next like big stock that they I were going to raise. I was a full like proponent of that. I was, uh, yeah, right. I would have loved man. that. My my buddy put a good amount of money into AMC, and it just stayed stagnant. Uh, well, it actually did boom was... initially, but the thing is, like, when us normal yes, losers it, yeah. learn about it, it's way too late. Yes, yeah. it, you're right. It did boom, and then it just stayed stagnant at its like small boom or whatever. So yeah, when we learn about it, it's not it's not doing anything. Um, Tyler, moving on to you for ex- ex- expend four bowls. Expend four <laughs> bowls. So uh, um, I, I'm putting synopsis. the spoiler spoiler up right now. Um, I'll read the synopsis quick, but I'm just gonna go straight into spoilers. That's the synopsis. So if you don't want to be spoiled for expend four bowls, like see George, like huge expendables fan. <laughs> Cam as well, like taking off the headphones, getting out of the Terrifying. room because they don't want to be don't want to be spoiled. So here's the synopsis. Um, the tagline: They'll die when they're dead. Armed with every weapon they can get their hands on and the skills to use them, the Expendables are the world's last line of defense. And the t- this is basically just like the definition of Expendables. I'm Expendables 4. The Expendables are the world's last line of defense and the team gets called when all other options are on the table. This is stupid. The synopsis of the movie is literally just Expendables. But here's the spoilers. We're going to get into it. So, again, okay, first off, right off the bat, I gave it a 3.6 out of 10 for two stars. But I rev- wrote my review with like seven minutes left in the movie and something happens in the end that makes it like, a one out of 10 at best. So I need to update my ranking on letterbox. Cause I, I, I preemptively Did you write, write that this review. in the theater. Yeah, uh, dude. It, Expendables was not a hot ticket item <laughs> this weekend. So well, I, I'm not arguing. No, but no, I just, I just, dude, not I was not, I was not that engaged. So I was not just that, that just that typing. Yeah. So funny. Yeah. So, uh, but I, I, I preemptively published this because the final five minutes is okay. So here's what the spoilers is. So first five minutes of the movie, Sylvester Stallone dies in a plane crash. He classic, which is like, which the annoying thing is us, us being like in the movie industry. We know the whole stupid, like, Oh, Sylvester Stallone has his contract. He can't die or like whatever, like lose the fight. So I was like, did they actually kill him off? They literally show him in the plane, crash into the ground, burn, explode. Like Jason Statham runs up and finds him there. Like it's an emotional scene. You literally see a body completely scorched and burned. Like his classic expendables ring is on his finger, given the, the middle finger. He's yeah. there. He's dead. They don't really shy away. Like you're like, damn, I don't really know how they can get out of this one. Cause he's literally just like, they just showed him crash a plane and he's literally right. just a, a torched corpse. And then the whole movie, Sylvester Stallone's not in it. Like he's in the first five minutes and then he's just gone. And the whole movie, like normally all the expendable expendables movies are about like the whole crew. This one's really just a Jason Statham movie. So that's why I like liked it a little bit. Cause I, I've always liked him the best out of the crew. Yeah. So all over the place movie after Sylvester Stallone dies, they kind of disband the expendables and he gets a he gets a job as a bodyguard for a social media influencer, which is just this, oh. this like chubby guy. Who's like awesome. just such a stereotypical, like he's basically having a mansion party with a bunch of like hot women in bikinis, but he's just like an ugly chubby guy. who's like a social media influencer. And he's like telling all the women, he's like, Oh, you guys aren't pretty enough. And it's like being like an asshole. And then Jason Statham beats him up. Then Megan Fox comes into play and just a classic like action trope move where like him and Megan Fox start out by fighting and then it turns into them having sex. And then after that, they eventually are like, we got to get the expendables back together. So they do. And then there's a big fight at the end and Jason Statham runs out of bullets and he's standing there. He's like, well, or what, what's Sylvester Stallone's name? I believe it's Barney. He's like, I guess I'll see you soon, Bonnie. And he goes out there without his bullets. He's like, this is it for me. And of course, something comes in and just saves the day and crashes into the crash site and, and saves him from dying. 
And then, of course, at the end of the movie, Sylvester Stallone walks up. He's like, I was never really dead. Fake my whole death. You all bought it hook, line, and sinker. I'm like, dude, this is... That's why like, I, I published my review before it came back because I thought there was no way they'd bring him back. And I was like, I applaud you for actually taking the risk of killing Sylvester Stallone off because it's been nine years. Maybe the rest of the gang was like, we want a paycheck, and Stallone's like, ah, I'm kind of done with this, so just kill me off right away. But no, he comes back at the end. Um, basically, what he did is <laughs> his plane is crashing down to the ground and at the last second he takes this like prisoner he had in the back and stuffs him in the pilot seat and puts his ring yeah. on him and then that's who gets torched up and then honestly i don't think i was paying attention because they still didn't explain like how stallone got out of the plane and survived like i think he parachuted but the he first jumped the first crash scene is like not far from the ground so like if you know anything about parachuting like, you can't just parachute from like 100 feet above the ground and like survive like you need hundreds of feet for that thing to open up and work mm -hmm. so yeah um yeah basically they kill him it's off like in an elevator when you're going down and right before you get to the bottom you like jump right to reduce the impact mm. isn't that what everyone says yeah that's that's also been proven wrong by physics that's but... what that's what sly does <laughs> yeah um just just a stupid movie i i'm i'm gonna lower my rating from 3.6 because i did write my review before stallone came back to life and i did actually enjoy they killed him off um, but I, it won't be like the worst movie of the year simply because this movie is just a Jason Statham movie. And I like Jason Statham, like his like comedy is one liners, seeing him just like hit on Megan Fox and stuff. Like it, it, it's, it's fun for that aspect. Cause I, I like Jason Statham, but yeah, the movie's bad nine years later. I don't really know why they rebuilt. Like, like I said, in my review, you can say it's about every movie where it's like, Oh, they don't need to make this or they shouldn't have made this franchise installment. But this one, I truly mean it with every fiber of my being. Cause the Expendables movies came out every year or two and then they just take nine years off and I, there's just like nothing was like tied up here like no one died like Sylvester Stallone ended up being alive they, they didn't like have like a I don't know just, why did they make this like maybe it's like Fast and Furious where these are going to make money I'm sure it'll make some money so whatever it, it, was, uh, it, was just it, it appears it costs about 100 million to make and it's going to make 8 to 10 million in its opening night that's not, great. that's not great but uh, one yeah, thing i've always uh, kind of enjoyed like just from a corny aspect of expendables is like in the first couple ones they always just use their one-liners from previous movies like arnold and stallone like the classic one-liners from their previous mega movies in their career they use them and this is kind of a cheeky nod to them same thing in this with 50 cent in this one like every time like there's a fight scene about to happen and they're driving towards it 50 cents just like blasting in the car like his his songs are like into club i'm like ah, that's kind of nice they're just like playing 50 cent while he's like clearly just on the screen right now but but yeah bad bad movie um hilarious that they they i don't know i mean like i i should have saw it coming i don't know why i was so stupid to not know they wouldn't kill off <laughs> sylvester stallone but the fact like it's just one of those where you watch it happen and you're like my logical brain knows realistically there's zero percent chance you could even like make up something to say you'd survive this so i guess they'll just have it as is and they had like a whole funeral for him like and it's been like it was like a couple of years and i was just like whatever man like if, if there's an expend fibles I'm, I'm just gonna lose it but no so, i was gonna ask do you think they're gonna put the five at the s at the end with the s, is, uh, s i mean yeah, right? okay. i think wait. for Expendable a fact five. for a fact that this movie makes money like if it's above a break even they'll make a new one but i think they might Probably. just kill it if it ends up being a dud like it looks like it looks but, like yeah. it's a dud my rant's over. um I will say this is uh, another. There's about to be another Jason Statham movie that has. Please tell um, me it's the Meg Three. No, no, no. <laughs> that has someone come back in a in a plane crash. Do you, do you know what movie's about? I have that as well. It, this movie entered my brain and left as well, so I didn't think of this until just Fast now. Fast Ten. 
Yeah, yeah. Fast no. Ten. They end with a plane crash. Oh, yeah. And they're totally going to just eject in the last second. Mm, yeah. So that exact same, same thing is going to happen in another Jason Statham <laughs> movie here shortly. Uh, but yeah, moving on from Expendables, there's there's no reason to even wait on that one. But uh, Ahsoka, uh, George mm. caught up. He's finally with me. I'm finally. happy I don't have to be like the only one talking about it. So George, <laughs> give your thoughts like one through six. Yeah, I've, I've given my thoughts already, but yeah, one, one through six. I feel like I have like the very like standard thoughts of this show. I feel like I've heard everyone say this about it. Um, one through three just weren't really doing it for me. Um, it felt like a lot of, oh, look, point. There's that character applause. It's cool. We're seeing them come back. Um, story wise, I wasn't really locked in. Um, I think everything with uh, Balin and Shin in the first three episodes absolutely carried um ahsoka was great um i i texted you guys last night where would you rank her among like where would you rank rosario dawson about, among like the best uh star wars live action castings and uh she's not in my top 10 um but you know she she very well could be i think she's fantastic and her presence alone just it's just very charming uh she adds just this level of like badass slash charisma to this character that i really really like um but yeah episodes one through three i was kind of like okay this is like expected so i'm gonna hold off on my thoughts and give them at the end of the six because i know everyone's been speaking so highly of episodes four through six um the praise is warranted um i've obviously been a a a lovely Disney Plus show hater over the last uh, two years, um, but I really was genuinely surprised with episodes four through six. I tweeted about episode five, perfect, perfect example of how to bring back um, like a legacy character and, and make it meaningful, make it like a, a genuine, a, integral part of a story as opposed to just bringing them back for a cheap applause, which is kind of what it felt like. Um, you know that, that that's to me what the flashbacks in Kenobi felt like. It just felt like very cheap applause. I don't think it added much to the story. Yeah. Um. Uh, spoiler alert, because I'm uh, we'll talk about it. So I'm just gonna drop that Let's spoiler see. alert right now. Yeah, I don't know if I can. oh Tyler's yeah here. you can, can oh Tyler's here um yeah I I think they brought Hayden Christensen back just the perfect way. Um, it, it, it's not a hey look it's Hayden Christensen. It's hey, look, it's Hayden Christensen, but his presence is going to amplify Ahsoka's story. It's going to amplify, you know, your attachment, your your personal and intimate relationship with Ahsoka in this series. And I think it works really, really well. Mm -hmm. um, the two viral shots that went around Twitter fucking awesome man yeah. they're so yeah. sick yeah. uh i saw a tweet that someone said like when like anakin like does like the arm pump and turns into vader someone was like that's a better arm pump than henry cavill from mission impossible fallout uh <laughs> a, i don't know about that but it, it, it was very awesome it was so cool yeah um but yeah, no, I, I, I really liked it. I, I, I'm excited to see where this show goes. I can't imagine Anakin returns. I don't know, probably. <laughs> I mean, like maybe, but like, I, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know. That, that's, it's not that I'm not worried about that at all. I, I wouldn't be upset if he doesn't, obviously, because I think they utilized him fantastic in, mm -hmm. in episode five. I think he, he served his purpose with, for this particular story. Maybe we got to give him another fourth. Force yeah ghost or something yeah maybe force ghost we we saw the siege of mandalore which was awesome again 
so great. It's just a just perfect great. example of bringing Hayden Christensen back and just making it meaningful. Like the, the the entire conversation he has with younger Ahsoka was just beautiful. And then uh, simultaneously, while he's having a conversation with her, um, I guess when Ahsoka's older in real time, um, it, it it just it packs a lot of weight. And I, I really appreciate that. Dave Filoni did, did a did a really good job with those characters in episodes four through six. Um, yeah other than that really liking it or really liking episodes four through six so i'm hoping it continues um i don't know i put in a letterboxd score for it um but that that could very well change by the end of the show so it's it's a little irrelevant yeah i don't have it rated but i saw you gave it like a three and a half yeah i gave it three yeah that's pretty um about where i'd be uh episode six i really liked we saw the return of thrawn um What, what, what were your there are so many people bitching and moaning that um, they they didn't real. no no they didn't like recast because that's the voice actor yeah yeah Lars Pe- Mikkelsen yeah people I are like him I yeah. loved him I thought yeah. he was great but people are upset people are like just because you're a good voice actor doesn't mean you could be a good actor and I'm like all he's doing is standing and talking if you're telling me he can't stand and just talk the way he spoke in the show Lars I think Mikkelsen is like a I mean he's not as big as uh, no, but, but he's very capable. People were like, yeah. "Oh, Bill Skarsgård should have played this this role," and I'm like, "No, he shouldn't I mean, have." Yeah, you can get like the biggest name in acting if you want, but like that's no, the but, thing they yeah. always like throw out. They're like, "Damn, why the fuck did like uh, did uh, Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. not play this role?" It's like you can't get Bill Skarsgård right now. You can get his dad to play yeah. to be an Andor, but um yeah it's just uh, i liked him in this uh, i liked him a lot he was menacing uh, i think he and obviously he knows how to play the character given that he comes from the animated series so i think that is a benefit um uh, i i tweeted i don't necessarily care for ezra i like ezra i just don't love him but like his return didn't make me like jump out of my seat um and it's also a very small thing it's like living with turtle people it's also just so saturated because, like, we're staring at Hayden Christensen as yeah. Anakin Skywalker for half and, an and, episode. Like, that's all people are thinking about. It doesn't matter who you bring back after that. It's like, all right, well, we got the top of the top. Yeah, and, you know, I saw a lot of people mad online about, like, Star Wars fans want different until they give Anakin and, like, completely fair because, you know, I always say we got to get rid of, got to get away from the, the Skywalker family, but I do love Anakin, so every time I see him, happy you know um so it's just a uh i don't i don't know what analogy i'm trying to pull um but i i like the episodes a lot i'm you know loved episode five i really liked uh episode six i really enjoy i think episode four is probably like the best like episode i think i've I, in my opinion but episode five was my favorite um see I, st- I still think even with like the, all the fan no, service i agree five, i think it was I still, really yeah, good i still think it's a great episode like yeah. it still did its job to like progress the story okay we not do that um and uh i do think like the first three episodes had like does this uh, there were a lot of questions like does this escape the uh the gray soka allegations basically um and and the first three episodes were gray and they were dreary and they weren't as good and they not being as good is not acceptable but i do think they were very intentional in being like a duller gray tone because now you're seth you're gonna love this she is like ahsoka the white basically um she's like reborn as this like more knowing character she's wearing she's very clearly wearing white um gundle yeah there you go uh uh she's very clearly like it's it's now a very bright show compared and like she's clearly had this um 
So she had a lot of weight from this Anakin character, obviously, and that's been resolved a little bit so she can go on with her life and that sort of thing. Um, so it was very intentional being like gray, but I don't know if you can do that um, in a nine, eight episode series as like and not feel some repercussions. I'm sure those first three episodes um, turn people off a little bit and the casual viewer may not come back for the next ones, um, even if they hear it's great. Um, but I, I do think they were intentional. Dave Filoni knows what the hell he's doing. Um, he's like next in line. He's he's the heir to the Empire at this point. Just give him the Kevin Feige treatment. Um, but I, I think it was. I, I I really enjoy it. There's there's a person on Twitter, and I see I see a lot. And um, I don't I don't want to be rude, so maybe this is mean. Um, but this guy seems very nice. Uh, guy tweets a lot about star wars and is just very excited about star wars which is great but one tweet he had and i'm not going to say his name um it says the time after return of the jedi and before the force awakens is shaping into one of my favorite star eras of star wars truly terrifying seeing the remains of the empire rely on dark magic cloning and ancient secrets to reclaim the tyranny um never have we seen this saga this frightening and then he said, like, somehow Palpatine returns becomes more and more eerie as time goes on. I'm like, I, I that tweet was just fascinating to me because I'm like, I don't I don't see how that there was, how, how you can just like no one. That, no but. one who was watching any of these projects that take place between yeah. Revenge of the Sith and or Return of Jedi and Force like, Awakens was eerie. thinking, no, was thinking, oh, you know what? Palpatine returns. Yeah, that's actually a good line. Yeah, right. It's just like one of those things where like I just I don't see how you think that's terrifying. But yeah. again, I'm sure he's a nice person. I don't know. I don't know him. Maybe I shouldn't have read that on that. But I, I replied to it because I was like, wow, people actually like feel this way about this era. Um, but I, I do enjoy the show itself. Um, we can we can move on from Ahsoka. Hopefully it sticks the landing. It is eight episodes versus six. So that we're not just Thank done. God. Yeah, right. Um, but here, here we go on to some trailers. And, and Seth, I'd love to hear your luscious voice because we haven't heard you in a minute. But we'll start with the first trailer. Um, Seth, did you watch the Hunger Games uh, Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes trailer? Uh, no. God I, damn it. All right, that's fine. I, uh, it, I, don't, I don't really good. care about the Hunger Games films, to be honest. Does it actually yeah. look good? I did see some positive yeah, stuff good. about it, to be honest. I, I, think I, like, I like them, but I'm never like... Actually, I haven't seen the third and fourth Hunger Games film. Oh, really? I've seen the first two. I like I liked the first two. The is that the best one? The first two. Yeah, three oh, and okay, four. Well, but I never like think about going back to them, if you know what I mean. They're not something that really like sticks in my mind. So I don't know. I, I might, I'll probably watch it, but I'm not really that bothered about it, to be honest. Okay. Well, Rachel Zegler is my queen. I love her, but uh, uh, I think this looks good. I don't really, I don't know anything about the Hunger Games. I don't know if this has already been a book. I yes. don't know if people know it's what happened. Yes, okay, yeah, I, I've never been like a Hunger Games lore guy. I'm just a guy who thinks Catching Fire is really good. Well, um, the, this book came out way after the original trilogy. So this is basically like, okay. a, a prequel is almost like not even the right word. It's like way before the, the Hunger yeah, Games. Yeah, it's the 10th Hunger Games, right? And we're in like the cornucopia or, or not. That's the middle thing, right? Is it, isn't the it the quarter second quell. quarter quell? So that'd be like the 50th yeah, Hunger Games quarter. was the Catching Fire yeah. one. So okay. I, I believe it'd be the, like 40 years earlier. Seven, I think it was a 75th. Okay, yeah. Even that's even that's more so. But that, yeah. that's kind of yes. going with what I'm saying. It's not like, I yeah. feel like prequel usually means like leading up to what the, the first movie was in the trilogy. So this is like kind of way before no. it. But for me, like I love the Hunger Games movies. I don't like the last two. So I was excited for this, but for some reason the initial screen grabs I saw of it like months ago when they were releasing it, something about 
don't know if it's like the color or just like the costumes or just something looked off and I was like, this might be ass. Yeah. But then the trailer came out and I was pleasantly surprised. That's kind of everyone's reaction as they were like, we weren't, we were excited for it, but not over the moon. But then they saw the trailer and we're like, you know what? This actually looks like it'll be pretty good. So I'm excited for it for sure. Yeah. Um, it's, it's about, uh, uh, what president what is he snow. president snow mm-hmm. president yeah okay so it's about president snow played by tom blythe um rachel zegler plays lucy gray baird uh hunter schaefer is tigress snow who i believe's his sister um and then viola davis is like the games master i think if i'm not mistaken so it's about the 10th hunger games and they keep being like witness the beginning and i'm like well it's not really the beginning but... <laughs> So that that frustrates me a little bit in the trailers. It's like witness the tenth, maybe we can call it. Or, um, but yeah, I think it looks good. I don't think there's uh, too much to talk about unless you really know the books. And I see like some girl on TikTok is like Hunger Games enthusiast 101, and she knows the books. And I kind of I like the video. Um, but moving on to the next big trailer this week or big IP trailer, I would say is Percy Jackson. An all-time bad George tweet. George. All-time bad tweet um, tweeting about how a, child, a kid's show looks childish. Boo! So, boo! Uh, the Percy, Percy, Jackson, the Percy Jackson books are no less mature than that's the Harry Potter. I read those things when I was nine. That's bro. okay. I read Harry Potter when I was nine. Fair no point less, to George. Fair point to George. They are no less mature than Harry Potter or the Hunger Games. The show. Be fair, the it, early Harry Potter films were pretty like childish, though. Yeah, but they yeah, had grew this up with dark. You. Yeah, they had this dark aura around them. This, it's not Fair even approach. childish. It just feels so corny, and I just can't help but think like, okay, it's a Disney production, so the only reason they're tackling this is for a little money grab. It just felt so fucking corny to me. It's literally a show <laughs> meant for children, which shouldn't be the case, because there's a lot of young adults that grew up with kids. Percy Jack. Because yeah, fuck them I mean, kids. That's just an all-time bad Because no, fuck no them kids. One thing I love uh, about George's Twitter takes is he'll he'll never back down. If he ever has no, some, if he never deletes his tweets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People will never. Never. never deletes. Imagine. Yeah, yeah. I'm, here, I'm here to stir the pot. That's all I do. That's all I that do. Is what you, you are good at some, you are Someone, good at like, replied or quote tweeted uh, – one of like the kids in like the HC Joe group of film talkers, he like quote tweeted, and I just yeah, responded. I like that guy it was like Chris. No, I, I like that guy too. I got nothing against him, but I replied to him like just I literally just said baby brain, and he just went on a rant. And I'm like, you do realize like I just like to stir the pot. Like I don't really give a fuck about Percy Jackson. It looks stupid. It looks such a dick. It looks like it's for four year olds. So like fair, you get baby brain, but like God, it looks so corny. There's no need for that. Well, to to share the good with Percy Jackson, There's I no think good. this is There's the no, only what what good. I, I think this is the only book series the Vance I've Joy read song? outside of yeah Vance Joy Banks. Banks, um, Banks. I think this is the only book series I've read outside of Harry Potter. I, I'm not. You a read Lord of the Rings? No, oh, fuck no. <laughs> How many? Books what do you mean? I haven't, Harry Potter, I haven't even, dude. I haven't even read Star Wars books. Like I don't read. Reading's hard, man. I watched. Well, you read Harry Potter. There's Lord of the Rings. Harry well, Potter. I I read Harry Potter as a child. All right, like I wasn't really like I was probably eleven or twelve. When How many I read Percy Harry Jackson Potter. Potter. books are there? It's like lot, five. Lightning oh, Thief, uh, uh, Sea of Monsters. Uh, Were there some films that came out? Like, so yeah, it, it'll be pretty easy to make this better than the, the movies. They were bad, weren't they? With uh, Logan Lerman was the main guy. Logan Lerman, yeah. yeah. How? Uh, people are thirsty he, over him on Twitter. I didn't realize he had such a cult following until the last couple of months. Every right. time he releases a new right. picture, he gets millions of retweets. 
Shout out me, uh, Percy Jackson. There are five. So the Lightning Thieves, Sea of Monster, Monsters, Titans, Curse, Battle of Labyrinth, uh, and the the last, it cut off, the last, come on, the last Olympian. Thank you. Um, so yeah, I read those when I was like nine. I loved the Percy Jackson series. They were, they were awesome as a kid. Uh, but I think the movies kind of stink. And also, again, George, st- stupid tweet, but oh this is God. about like a 12-year-old. <laughs> And Logan Lerman looks like he's like 22 in the. Yeah, like I, I'm not. I'm not defending the original movie. No, no. I'm just saying, like it, these. These are about like a 12 year old. Uh. And Logan Lerman just looked real old in those originals. Uh, moving on, next trailer, Dream Scenario. Did anyone watch this starring Nicolas Cage? Yes. Okay. Cool. Set. All you. Cool. <laughs> I, I haven't really got anything to say. I just watched it. Like, I saw it on Twitter. It went quite crazy on Twitter when it came out, didn't it? Because yeah, obviously it's Nicolas Cage and stuff. Not really. Okay, no. great. I got nothing. Thank you, Echo. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, and then next trailer, All of Us Strangers, starring Pedro Pascal. Any any thoughts? Um, I think it looks good. Bangs. Is that a show? Hold on. Am I no, 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 it's a movie. And I'm it, not. Wait, did you say Pedro? Did you say Pedro Pascal? Then? Is he not in it? Do you mean Paul Mascal? Paul Mascal. <laughs> This, I think, in fairness, I didn't catch that at all. I I went, I I I caught it like five seconds later. Super just went along. Oh yeah, I'm seeing at the film Um, festival. Let's go. Did you get tickets to this? I couldn't get this. Wow, Seth, you're gonna love this. The day I'm seeing it, I'm seeing it on October first. Right before that, I'm seeing the boy and the heron. Ooh, that's awesome. What a when am I seeing the boy in there? I'm seeing the boy in there in a week after you. Fuck you. Man. So for the, um, for the film festival, you have tickets like already for those movies, right? So you have a seat for them. Yeah. Yeah. So we we yeah. bought yeah. So we bought our passes like probably a month or two ago. We bought our the oh, passes. Yeah, you we bought bought them in bulk, yeah you? we bought the bulk yeah, pass. Yeah. So we got opening night plus ten movies. So we have a total of eleven films. Um, but I think it was like two weeks ago, maybe when. I don't know what they called it. Like priority selection for whoever bought yeah, passes yeah. opens up. So we were able to go in and like select what movies we actually wanted to watch. And then, yeah, we got emailed like our barcode ticket. And I'd imagine they're That's, all like sold out. So there's individual. no like, there's no like waiting outside well, the depends. theater wait list. Like I would imagine they're all sold yeah, out. Yeah, not all of them. In, yeah. Well, I don't know about George, but here there's still going to be a few, like some of the weekday tickets still available for like um, Priscilla. There's still some available. You can probably get on the door, but none of the like, None of the, you know, Killers mm-hmm. Farming, Boy in the Heron. You have to be like the first five minutes to get tickets to those. But there's, yeah. there's going to be something you can buy on the door, mm-hmm. but like little films, not like it was, a huge, you know, it was Getting in, like when I was waiting on the queue, and then once I got in to like go select my movies. How far were you on the queue? Like, what were you behind? I was fed. We were, it, it, I was there. I was like maybe like 49. Like I was. I was like 4,000. Oh, was I crazy. was on it. I kept reloading that page because at, <laughs> At 12 p.m., like in the middle of the day, they sent us, whoever bought the passes, they sent us like an email with a link. So like I was refreshing my email starting yeah. at like 11.58, just going. Um, but yeah, the site kept crashing like crazy. Yeah, so, like, cra- yeah, I don't know if that's like, if that's telling that, okay, maybe there aren't a lot of tickets remaining for like the general public, but the site kept crashing. The numbers were there. I am, I'm one stunned that, I got every movie that I wanted, 11 for 11. And then two, I'm stunned that Sophie and I got all 11 of the exact same screenings. That's nice. You didn't get aggro drift, right? No, no. Sad. 
No. Wow, that's disappointing. But so, I see that shit, my my two start starting September twenty seventh. I'm seeing the creator on the twenty seventh. Then I have eleven film festival movies. In the middle of the film festival, we got tickets to see Foe, the new uh Paul Mescal Sharona movie. Paul Mescal Sharona movie. Oh so, yeah, yeah. That's still available at mine. Thir- Thirteen movies in the span of fourteen days. That that's Tyler. <laughs> theater going experience mm. right there <laughs> yeah sundance yeah. festival flashbacks but uh, the <laughs> thing that i'm confused about is so ethan Simmy, shout out him 24 minutes of a 24 pod i was on his podcast two weeks ago he's at the new york film festival i believe i don't know if it's like early for press screenings yeah. or something that they're already going but he posted a picture of the line to get into all of us strangers and i wonder if it's like a press screening so it's first come first serve because i was like it was like a line around the block, like an insane line. I was like, I thought everyone like a gets... a line to get seats in yeah. maybe? Yeah, and I was well, like, I also... thought everyone had tickets already. Because it was like a line, like... Yeah, they surely they will. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It might There's just be press they... screenings where, like, first come, first served. I don't know. Because he's, like, got a press One... pass or whatever. So for uh for the Oppenheimer screening I went to, there was a line literally wrapped around the block. And, like, my first just thought... Just to get in. Not even to get in. Like, my first thought was, like, why is there such a long line? Like, this is invite only. So what they were doing, basically, because of the strike, they had put out an announcement that's like, if people don't show up to the screening because of the strike, because, like, Mm. they're in solidarity, they're just giving tickets to the public. Mm. Really? So so maybe... Oh, shit. Yeah, so perhaps that's the same thing going on with the New York Film Festival at the screenings that Ethan was at. Maybe it was like, okay, let's say the theater holds 150 and let's say only a hundred like critics or, you know, certified personnel show up. We have 50 extra tickets to just give out to the public and whoever's first on that line is going to get it. Interesting. Well, yeah, I hope awesome. you, I hope you, you two both have fun at your film festival. I'll be excited to hear what your guys' experiences are like. Yeah. Speaking of film festivals, uh-huh. like Sundance in January, I'm definitely going to try and be going in person. So y'all, you guys should try and come out. We should well, try I got and... the inv- I got the invite. Yeah, you should come. We should get it. We should get a, a real talk Airbnb in Salt Lake City, Utah, up in the mountains. Oh, okay. It's like a end of in January. Salt Lake City. It's yeah, a bit far from me. Big walk. mountains, snowy, si- snowy, far town. from me. Yeah, close <laughs> to far me. From, yeah, Salt Lake City is nice. Salt Lake City is very nice. Yeah. Um, if you if you want to go skiing or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on from movie festivals, I think that's all the trailers. That film looks than... really good, though. By the way, that all the, the all the trailers looks amazing. Yeah. I'm yeah, really excited for that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know actors, but it does look good. Um, the last trailer <laughs> being the Squid Games reality show, and the only reason I put this on is because, like I told Stupid. you guys, uh, I applied for this, and this is how I found out <laughs> that I did not get it. <laughs> it clearly already uh, already filmed, so that's kind of a bummer. They didn't even email me and said like. Fuck you. I tried tell I tried like saying I'd hype up uh hype up the Squid Games on Real Talk, but you know, Netflix probably has more viewers than Real Talk. <laughs> like, yeah. They're not pressed about our three thousand viewers. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on to uh movie news. The biggest news being that the uh Writers Guild and Actors Guild are hopefully close to a deal with the AMPTP. Uh, so there's been a lot of talks recently. I believe they're meeting today. So hopefully by Monday. Um, so we're recording this on Saturday. Uh, they met yesterday. They met like the day before their meeting oh. today. Uh, hopefully maybe by Monday we have a deal. Pay your actors and writers. Isn't that just the writers though? I believe it's just the writers I, I, right now. Yeah. Is it? I thought, yeah. uh, I thought yeah. they were doing everything in unison. No, they're doing it separately with the writers with the deal. Yeah. Okay. Well, fuck me, but maybe <laughs> pay your writers then uh but pay, then pay your actors pay, yeah then pay your actors uh but hopefully we get something some sort of good news I, i'm i'm hoping um that that comes to an end and everyone's happy with the deal mm-hmm. uh 
Another big piece of news, happy retirement, allegedly, to Michael Caine. He deserves a nice shout, uh, a nice like standing O um, for Mr. Caine. Good, good career. Great, great, great actor. And definitely at 90 years old, I would be the fuck out of mm-hmm. acting. So good for him. Uh, <laughs> moving on, just super small things now. Bob Marley, One Love, delayed to February 14, 2024. That's, you know, sure. Didn't even know it was coming out sooner. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then Smile 2 announced for October no 2024. <laughs> oh, God. Smile yeah. 2. So we get to smile again, I guess. That's what I'm talking about. Can't believe uh, I didn't go for like then, frown or something or smirk. Yeah, frown. Yeah, that was all. <laughs> um, and then Maxine is said to be a slasher slash whodunit. I don't, I don't like the idea. I don't um, like it. I like a good whodunit. I like when they're good. I don't love like you know a murder on the Orient Express where Orient Express, uh, yeah, bad or yeah. or the my guess already is Halsey is the one who done it. Halsey Halsey did it. Halsey did it. Okay, that's a good guess. I early, early predictions. Clip this. Ty West did it. <laughs> Ty West is going to make an appearance and he did it. Um, but th- that's all the movie news. Nothing big, and then some nerd news. Loki now releasing on Thursday nights rather than Friday mornings. Thank kind of following God. the Ahsoka. Like they're now releasing at 9 p.m. at night. That's fun. Fantastic. Uh, I like watching it the, that night. Uh, the Marvels was said to have a hundred million dollar budget, and then all of a sudden it was released <laughs> that it had a three hundred million dollar budget. Surely no one believed that hundred million. Well, well, yeah, so low. It was Do you like, know the budget of the creator? Like ninety million. Eighty million. Yeah, eighty million. Yeah, that yeah. shit looks so. That's I'm absurd. so excited. I'm excited right, well, for the creator. That'll be next week. Big sci-fi episode next week. So I'm get so excited. excited. Yeah, uh, so I just excited. thought it was funny that it like came out as like 130 million. Pre- people freaked out because like uh, uh, that would be the lowest. Like 250 million or something, and then it was like would actually, that be the lowest MCU film ever? Like 130. It would have been. Would be. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I bet the old stuff tr- was probably around 100 million, but now uh, mm-hmm. they just spend money on. stuff absurd things it seems and don't pay their actors and writers so i don't know where we're spending our money marvel um but yeah now it came out that it's like 277 million um but allegedly 50 or 60 million of that was from the from from europe um so they only spent about 200 million but still that's an absurd amount of money for a movie um that's all the nerdies oh i was scrolling twitter earlier and i guess that do you guys know i know george does my time to shine hello he's like a scooper like a leak sky is definitely coming back bro people been ripping him lately really for he made like a comment that was like uh he was basically talking about some old guy and he tweeted like oh yeah it's what seth sent right yeah Yeah, yeah, that's that's the thing i sent yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. he basically was like i i thought that was hilarious like i don't know why people (laughs) like he's absolutely right like if this dude, if you're in your 85s, it's like okay. I don't know. even know who that tweet. I didn't. Who is he talking about? I have no idea who he's talking about, but it's just like. Uh, oh wait, no, I think it was uh, it was uh, George R. R. Martin. Apparently, that's what oh, it was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When he that's said, what it was. Yeah, yeah. he said like next year the winter. He's like winter 75. Is come. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, winter. yeah, yeah, that was. Yeah, 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 and he sure tweeted like, "Oh my god, this dude's gonna be like dead before the next book." <laughs> I love George R. R. Martin, but at this point, he's not even fucking right. People man. defend he's him not. way too much, though. He's like a type of guy that if you say anything bad, like a hundred thousand people will come at you and be like, oh, what you write a book. And it's like, come on. Like you're allowed to criticize people. Like he's done yeah. nothing. He got rich that's off why, the TV bro. show and he just gets fat and eats. That's food. my least favorite thing. Like whenever we criticize a movie and someone's like, bro, why don't you try to make a movie? I'm like, mm-hmm. no, that's why I don't. Cause I would suck at it. Yeah. It doesn't mean I can't tell people they suck at it. Mm-hmm. Um, Cam, wait, what, what yeah. was the scoop you said that my time to shine? Like, oh, so Gail Godot is supposed to, is, is coming back. 
for sure. In allegedly. what? That's the scoop. In like uh, life? Wonder Woman. Oh. DCU. Sorry. Oh, okay. uh, Wonder Woman. So <laughs> basically, life. there were reports saying like she wasn't, and then there were reports saying she was, and he's he's fairly credible. Um, like or he or she, I honestly don't know. It's a AI account, um, but it sounds like she's coming back. So did you really fun. just say in life? <laughs> I don't know. It just, I, I guess I didn't. I didn't. I forgot about Wonder Woman. I was like, "What is she coming back? Like, is she coming back to oh, the yeah. Israeli she's army? Like, what is she coming back?" Cameo to cameo and something else. She's oh, it's cameo fucking and jokes. Else. Um, moving on to what have we been watching, uh, Mister? Take us away. How, how's the week been in the filmography game? You say Seth? You ask? I said Seth. All right. All right. Yeah, I watched some like quite a lot recently. Um, I watched Man of Steel for the first time. Yeah, I saw that. That's fun. fun. Yeah, it was pretty cool, man. I actually like um, enjoyed it more than I thought I would, to be honest. Um, I also watched Doctor Sleep, which I didn't like, which is obviously the Shining sequel. Yeah, I've heard that. Not for great. me. It wasn't yeah, fun. And then need to watch it. Have you not seen it? I feel like you'd watch because obviously it's Mike Flanagan, isn't it? It has uh, his yeah, like style. Oh, I know. I know. It's, it, but it I just didn't work. To God, for me. every time I open up. HBO Max or just Max. It's yeah. I swear it is the first movie that I always. It's see. the same on Netflix. I always see. Yeah. And every it, time apparently I'm, the director's cut is better though. I only watched the normal cut. Apparently yeah. the director's a lot. Like better. every time I see it, I'm like, oh, oh, maybe I should watch it, and then I'm like, ah, oh, maybe I shouldn't. Yeah. I watched. Um, oh, I watched Past Lives finally. I uh, really like that. Yeah. I watched uh, Sanctuary as well, which that was this year, wasn't it? It came out yeah. Sundance. Yeah, um, Christopher. Good film, good film. Enjoyed yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, I watched uh, American Psycho two yeah, with Mila Kunis. Why? I because never I wa- because I was doing a, a video on it. So it's not forget. I'll just watch it. It's really, really, yeah, really bad. Like, and I watched um bad people. So yeah, she's canceled now. She's so, yeah. canceled now, yeah. which for good reason. Very bad. Who's um, canceled? Who's canceled? Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis, uh, Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher oh, wrote right. like letters. Big to, canceled. Um, Fuck them guys. What's his name? Who's a fuck? Yeah, that's just crazy that they Danny, Danny, Danny Mas- 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 Masterado, yeah, Danny, Man, Masterson, 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 Masterson. 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 Yeah, fucking. Um, George, have you seen? Right, here's an interesting question. Have you seen the Rob Zombie Halloween films? Yeah. So I watched it don't, yesterday. Don't, don't the first like one. Them. Don't tell me. You like no, them. but this is the thing, right? I, I liked the first half, and then I hated the second half. Okay, that's fair. Like, I don't mind the origin story. It was really weird. I don't know whether I really liked or really hated it. I gave it like a two and a half. So I didn't like like it, whatever. Yeah, that's one of but my... It's, I, it's I, crazy I, polarizing I from what the... I Rob Zombies came out in what, 2007? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Season He of did the a Witch. second one, didn't he? No, no, no. I'm saying I, I, I rate Rob Zombies Halloween and then Season of the Witch very, very low. And every time I mention that, I get slammed, bro. They, I've never rated a Rob Zombie film above a 2.5. They have such a crazy I don't, I just, cult following. It's unbelievable. They're not for me. They're, they're not yeah, for, me. They're not for I, me. I didn't mind it. Um, and then I also watched uh, Kiki's Delivery Service as well. Yeah. Got um, to go for a few. Fucking just so great, man. It's so good. And I also watched Opera as well, which I was speaking to George about. Obviously, Dario Argento's Opera. Really, really cool. Really like that. I actually need to watch more Argento. I've been saying it for a while, man. I just, I don't know. He's just a blind spot for me. I think I might watch like Deep Red. Yeah, Deep, Deep Red. Oh, I like. I, I've been getting Tenebre. Dude, what have I seen from him so far? Have I you watched... seen Tenebre, George? No, I watched Tenebre. Tenebre. So I've seen Suspiria, obviously. I've seen Deep Red. Yeah. I've seen Opera, and then I saw his debut feature, The Bird with the Crystal Plumage. 
That's I've seen the yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I want to watch that one actually as well. I I I take and then I'm sure I I'm sure you disagree, Seth. But I think opera I I take over Suspiria. It's not like a crazy difference. I just like yeah, Suspiria no, no, they're, they're, they're very close for me. But yeah, I think I I also, opera kind of has a little bit more of kind of just a savage nature. Just yeah, like some of the sequences in opera, like. <laughs> fucking Dude, weird it's like crazy I, I i so tune out anything with the eyes man that's my least favorite bot i could watch a dude get decapitated i could I watch i, I could watch mean. someone yeah, yeah. saw his own arm off but like <laughs> but it once, comes, once so you like get slowly anywhere, something in yeah once you get anywhere near the yeah. eye i'm like fuck off which is crazy because i put contacts in every day so i touch my eye yeah but that put these in the eye yeah but like i'm obviously not eyeball. stabbing my eye <laughs> yeah yeah and then final thing I watched was I rewatched the um, Silence, which is now my favorite Scorsese because I love Dude, it. I, I, I think that's your favorite just movie. Yeah, you've been. It is, it is crazy. <laughs> like, so I watched it like this year for the first time. I think I've watched it th- like two times since, or so three times this year. And it's kind of one of those that like I just want to keep keep watching over and yeah. over again. I just yeah. really yeah yeah I know really, you, I know really you tweeted it, it, but you you're really intrigued with religion films. Yes, I was about to say this. It's so weird. Like my top two of twenty tens are First Reformed and Silence. And I I I, I don't consider myself an atheist. I'm definitely agnostic, but I'm not like sorry. I've never have seen you seen Iron? No. <laughs> uh I don't know what it is. Like I just really enjoy films about faith. I just find religion a really interesting concept, even though I'm not interested in getting it myself. But I did actually tweet that, Tyler, and people were replying saying like maybe you should become religious, like you also that's love signs, and that's like. a very religious-based film, or like faith. It is, yeah. No, I, it's, it's not really my interest. I just like, I just like learning about that sort of thing. But yeah, it's been. Um, I've watched a fair few things recently. Some some pretty good stuff, to be fair. Seth, if you want to continue in religion, there's a very uh, biblical lens, I would say. In uh, are you going to say like a Zack Snyder? Yeah, yeah Zack Snyder, Zack Snyder's <laughs> Justice League. It's it's very it's like it's very. Well, I will big, get to it. Super biblical a... in nature. I think you'll like it a lot. Actually, I was going to ask you because the. Justice US. League. Yeah, is it Justice League? Don't watch the. You gotta watch them both. Don't no, watch but just both. is Justice League is that's not DCEU, is it? Is it yeah. the same exact first thing. one? It yeah, didn't yeah. come up on the thing. It's oh, not. Okay. Zack Snyder's they're, they're, they're Justice they're the League is not movie. a separate movie. It's the same movie, but a lot oh, more Zach, content and different. Here we go. Why am I gonna watch both then? No, no, that that that. Exactly. That's why I'm saying you can watch it for the memes, but 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 don't watch it. But basically, Zack Snyder was always the original director of Justice League, but mid-production, his daughter, you know, tragically passed away via suicide. Um, So he left the production, and they brought in Joss Whedon to finish it up. Joss Whedon took a shit all over that production. Did he? Did he do Age of Ultron? Is that that guy? Yes. Yes. Age of Ultron and the original Avengers. Yeah. So, so I can then, I just watch the Zack Snyder as well? Yes, yes, because what when then, then months down the line or maybe years after, basically news came out that like Zack Snyder had a movie, like he has a movie and he's just not releasing it. So that's when the release the Snyder cut bullshit uh, started to happen. Was that a stream? Was that an only stream? Like yeah, it went straight to HBO. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I will go for the DCU. It's slowly also, eventually it's also just a um, version of his movie it's so uh, it's way longer a, is there a bl- is there a black and white version yeah yeah, added a lot yeah, yeah, yeah there's a black and made... white version justice is gray watch that that'll yeah, be a I'll five out of five for that. you 
<laughs> Isn't it like seven hours long though or some it's shit? It's only four. It's only four. Bro, you watch- Only four! <laughs> only four. You watch Barry Lyndon every other week. I've watched Barry Lyndon like twice the fucking like the year. <laughs> Barry Lyndon is like under three hours. Well, what are we talking about here? Cam, it's you, where you get to the, the four-hour mark. It's crazy. Cam, you, you, can't about... be tell, you can't be telling Seth to watch the Whedon Cut because when... when I think you got to watch No, 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 because he barely watches superhero films. you got to take the wins when you get them. You can't force yeah. more onto them. You, he's if he watching doesn't them, like take the Ws. Just everyone. What if he doesn't like it? Cause well, I liked Man of Steel, and that's pretty like... I liked Man of Steel. Well, so you, I, well, uh, well Seth, you Maybe loved... I'm a Zack Snyder kind of guy. You you loved Man of Steel, actually. I do. I did, like, see... You all know Nalbus, or Nalbus, however it's pronounced. Um, James. Yeah. Is that yeah, his yeah. real name? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I've never talked to him. I just follow him on Twitter. He follows me. The only reason I follow him is because, like, I called him out on a tweet or something. And it's, I think that's, like, one of the only times I've been upset about someone's tweet, and I... DM'd him. I was like, sorry, I did that. He's, um, a, he's a nice guy, to be fair. Yeah, he's probably is. Yeah. Uh, he tweeted, like, it, it, like someone tweeted, why is Man of Steel so low rated? And it was interesting because uh, he did reply, and it's like, you got to think, like, um, times. you got to think Rotten Tomatoes at that time, it was refreshing to see the Avengers because it was, like, a more fun version on. And now we're in the opposite land where everyone wants a non-Avengers where it's, like, a depressing superhero movie because we've gotten so many MCU It wasn't that, that time. time. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. like, a refreshing take on the superhero genre, which was an interesting, like, little uh, thing that I never thought of. So, you know, it makes shout sense. out to him. Um, but, yeah, I do like Man of Steel. I do like Man of Steel. tonal shift. I think, I think you'll enjoy... Dude, you're Zack gonna, you're gonna love the rest of the DCU, in my opinion, I don't know if you'll love. You're gonna love. Whenever you watch it, can you let me know, and I'll watch it at the exact same time as you, <laughs> and then we can like text. You know, I can get like a live reaction. We can Facetime. It's gonna be like, this sucks, man. We could we could Facetime I, for four hours. Well, this is the thing, boys. I've seen three Zack Snyder films now, and I've liked them all. So maybe, yeah, because he's a good filmmaker. Maybe you just love. Maybe, maybe that's it. <laughs> Uh, maybe yeah mr <laughs> mr tyler what you've been watching i yeah i've been, been watching quite a bit so watch or well rewatched all the four toy story films to finally get those rated no hot nice. takes for me there um except well i don't know i feel like people are 50 50 on toy story or not i feel like it's a 33 percent split mostly between one two and three of what people's favorites are maybe two being the consensus yeah, favorite yeah, um my favorite's the third i thought three was the yeah favorite. shout out you tyler my the favorite's third. the third uh, the second one my is not third, not far behind though and then first is my third but again the first three are great um the fourth didn't love not just because the classic oh they should have stopped the franchise at three which they should have but also just i just thought it wasn't that interesting of a, of a movie yeah it does kind of annoy me when people just critique it like I, I don't mind if you don't like Toy Story 4, but it is kind of annoying when it's just like the only critique mm-hmm. people have is this shouldn't have been made. I think it's good. Mm-hmm. I think it's fine. I think like yeah. three point five. I think it's enjoyable. And I like what I they tried to go for, yeah, like with like fun. you know the toys live on past Andy's life. They go to a new new owner, but it just didn't work for me. Yeah. Um, watch the this. same criticism with like the Incredibles too. People are like, why did it need to be made? I like the Incredibles. I like it too. too. And in my head, I'm like. I'm honestly stunned. There's only two yeah. incredible movies, given how successful yeah. both of them yeah. have been. <laughs> yeah, crazy successful. That's one of my. That's one of my first yeah. memories of like movies, watching the first Incredibles, like as a little kid. Then the ending happens, and then me as a little seven year old boy, like, man, that's an exciting ending. Can't wait for the sequel in like a year or two to like the Underminer. Like it ends on such a cliffhanger, and the fact that it's so yeah. long after is wild. Um, I rewatched. Yeah. I'm trying to go through. I'm slowly going through Jake Hall's full filmography to get them all rated. 
Um, I rewatched The Sisters Brothers. I had already seen it, but just a crazy stacked cast for a movie that no one's heard of. Like Jake Gyllenhaal. Is that the one you tweeted about? Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal and Joaquin Phoenix, plus Riz Ahmed and John C. Riley. Just a crazy cast for a western. That is, that is a um, cast. The fact that yeah. Gyllenhaal and Phoenix are in a film together alone and that like no one's watched it is just kind of crazy. Um, Did any good? Yeah. I forget if I've seen this or not. It's very okay. It's a three point five. It, it's well, it's not okay. It, it's good. It's not great though. Um, and then some plane movies. So on the way to Seattle, watch Madagascar with Riley. Solid little fun movie. Then uh, on the way back, watch Little Women, which is just or no, also on the way there, Little Women is just like a starting to become like a go to plane movie for me, just like La La Land is. Um, rewatch The Big Sick. Sad movie. What were you saying? I was going to say uh, Little Women, top-tier Christmas movie. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it definitely falls into that category. Now that I've watched it more, I, I can see why people categorize it there. Um, and then sometimes, you know, when you're in, like, a little movie rut where, like, you're just not feeling, like, the new movies or, like, you, you just got to play the hits. You just got to refresh yourself. So I, I, I had a banger day where I watched. Oh, yeah, I saw you this yeah, week. Yeah, Goodwill yeah. Hunting, The Grand Budapest Hotel, Another Round, all back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. And then Kingsman, The Secret Service as well. Just, like, movies I love where I'm just like, let's just get a palate, palate cleanser. And then we dove right back into the muck with the expendable Yeah, you two. need one. Yeah. <laughs> it's some of your releases. You well, it's just, one. I'm a big completion guy, and there's just so many franchise films coming out, so I'm just like knocking them all off. Like I was doing all the Equalizer films, and now yeah. I'm doing all the Expendables movies, and I'm going through the Saw franchise. Uh, I watch Under the Skin, Jonathan Glazer. I think I'm going to become like a massive Glazer. Good film. I need to rewatch that. Yeah, quite yeah. enjoyed it. Definitely very, like, doesn't hold your hand at all. The opposite of holding your hand. Just like, it just drops. How are you, you finding the Saw films? Dude, Saw 4 through 6, just. The same movie. Yeah, I couldn't tell you now. I watched them a couple days ago. I yeah. couldn't tell you the difference between them. Like, the literally, difference. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, yeah, I, I said yeah. this in my review, Saw 5. I'm not even kidding because I was watching it while, like, working on stuff on the other monitor. There was multiple times I checked what I was watching. I was like, did I restart Saw 4? Because I just kept <laughs> feeling like I was seeing the same scenes. I was like, I, I, I thought yeah, it was going crazy. I was like, these movies are the same. But Saw 1 and 2, or yeah. 2 is meh, but 1 was great. Um, 1 is good. I think... One's really good, two's like okay, and then the rest are just like this is the same. They shit. just all blend oh, together. Yeah. But I mean, the thing they it's came the out like shit. every single year, so I feel like it kind of makes sense. They just yeah, had to rinse yeah, and repeat yeah. the footage. But the thing is, like, yeah, I like when a franchise is able to grow, and this one isn't. Like, the editing style was cool in the first one, and the second one's fine. Like the whole like quick flashy cuts and the whole montage at the end, but it just gets so bland after the same thing. It's like I want something fresh here. So I've heard good things, honestly, about Saw Ten. Like. The early reactions are saying it's quite good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, getting to the Saw franchise, watch Signs, really enjoyed it. Honestly, I'm like kind of thinking four stars is too low because I actually really, really liked it. And I think if I rewatch it, like it could go all the way up to five. Who knows? Like I really, really like Signs. Mel Gibson's probably best performance in my opinion, he, especially the final. Yeah, I'd say so. The final act, he, act he really blew me away with his acting. Um, and then yesterday got got a couple 2023 releases out of the way. Um, watched Cassandro, which was a Sundance film I wasn't able to get to. It's now on Prime Video. Um, about a luchador wrestler who is kind of like a queer icon. Uh, quite good. I really enjoyed it. The IMDb was really low, and I'm like, I have a suspicion. And then I clicked on the IMDb and saw the, the rating distribution. I'm like, ah, that's why it's low because there's 10,000 zero-star reviews because people review bombing it because so there's a queer annoying, guy huh? in it. Um, and then obviously Expend Forbles and Bottoms, which you talked about. But, yeah, it's been a – been watching some good movies lately, playing the hits, but man, these Saw movies just blend together and I still have like four to get through before the 10th and <laughs> at least they're like an hour and a half, but even like the kills are getting less interesting too. I feel like the first two has some like genuinely- You like, don't even have to watch them all. Are you going to watch, watch one and you've watched all of them. 
Yeah, no, don't watch Spyro. I'll watch Spyro because that's like part of the ten franchise. That's like Saw Eight, technically, right? Or Saw Nine? Oh, it's so shit! Oh wait, wait. Is there a Spyro? But I don't hate it. There's a Spyro. There's Jigsaw as well, right? Okay. There's a Jigsaw as well. Yeah. So Jigsaw's terrible. Is there Saw Six, then Saw Seven, then Spiral and Jigsaw? Now Saw Ten, or I don't know. Or is there all? Yeah, I think Jigsaw was 2017. Are you gonna watch the pre the previous Paw Patrol movie and in, in preparation for the new? <laughs> Not Paw gonna Patrol lie, because like I, I like to plan out what movies I'm like. Sometimes I just throw on a movie what, that I'm feeling, but I kind of like to plan what movies off my watch list I'm watching for the week. And uh, not gonna lie, I was planning my week for next week, and uh, the, it, th- it crossed my mind to add the Paw Patrols in there. Didn't make the cut though. The Paw Patrols are Damn. not. There's loads of Paw Patrol films. What? I didn't oh, even really? know. I thought this was like the sequel. I've seen, the, I've seen the TV. Oh, okay. Live. They're like 45 like, minutes, some of them. I think it might be like uh, TV movies that are now making the episodes. Big scene, but... yeah, yeah. My niece loves Paul. Okay. Yeah. I've seen That's all I've been watching. I don't know what it is. Uh, George, what you been watching? Uh, yeah, still just horror kick, really, with a bunch of new releases and a few rewatches in there. Uh, a couple Alex Coleman recommendations. I watched The Burning, uh, Jeepers Creepers, and. Uh, what was the other one? Sleepaway Camp. Um, the Burning. What's the Burning? Uh, it was this like 1981. It was kind of like this. Is it a slasher? Yeah, it was boring. It was slasher. It was. It was oh. just very. It was like I was looking for. I was on a big like summer camp slasher type of vibe, like American Horror Story 1984 type thing. Uh, but yeah. this one just didn't hit really for me. Um, unfortunately, neither did uh, Sleepaway Camp. I didn't really much like that. They were just very just a whole lot of genre cliches they didn't really do anything to like you know there's a lot of them that kind of mash into one for me yeah kind of like it's like all of those that slashes. have like a 3.1 average on letterbox yeah, like yeah they're yeah. good fun watches for what they are but they're 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 never going to be revisited um i really yeah. did like jeepers creepers though i will say that that was genuinely like i was shocked is that the one that with uh justin long Justin Long, yeah, 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 yeah Justin weird. Long. Um, I, I, I that enjoyed before. that a lot. Uh, one of the better, uh, the Creeper, as he's called, one of like the better, I think, slasher villains out there. He's no, yeah, it's cool. You know, he's no Freddy, Jason, Michael, but he's definitely, uh, he, he's, he's refreshing and unique enough compared to the other slashers that we've got that I enjoyed him. Um, yeah, I think it's cool. Watch Steel Magnolias. Shout out my mom for that recommendation. That's one of her favorite films. I absolutely loved it. That was a four and a half for me. That shit had me crying, laughing. Uh, that shit had me feeling euphoric. Uh, it, it was just a really uh, intimate, small scale, beautiful story uh, of this this salon and these customers and just kind of what they go through day to day. Had me fucking crying like crazy, man. Um, finally, Seth, you like The Strangers 2, right? The second one. You pray, yeah, the first one. I didn't like the first one. I gave it a two and a half. I didn't hate it, but I feel like at this point in horror, we're so like we've had some really stunning like home invasion films, like You're Next. Um, so like this one just didn't do anything for me because I think I've just been blessed with like loving the home invasion genre a lot over the last couple of years. Um, I, I said in my letterbox remove, uh, review that the movie like never breaks a mold and everyone kept commenting like can't break a mold when you were the one that made it or like the, you were the one that created it. Mm, um, I so. so I guess that's my fault for not realizing that that was like one of the first like big home invasion films. Um, obviously, I, I think it's like 
very much okay. I, yeah. I'm, I'm really, I'm like very much the minority on the, uh, on the sequel. Oh, I want, that's the only reason I watched the first one because I want, I'm going to watch the second one. But yeah, the first, to the be first fair, one for me, the second. I, I'm sure, but no. like I, I still want it. I didn't want to cheap out. Um, but the first one to me just yeah. felt like 70% of the movie, we were just watching these characters hide. Like, that's it. And like, it was scary at first, like watching them like, hide in a corner the of a closet and, stuff, and cry yeah, like yeah. the knocks the walking but like that just that fright from that died down after like the third or fourth instance for me yeah um, the second one's a lot more kind of like very much a modern slasher yeah so you might enjoy it i don't know i liked it Let's um see. the batman rewatched obviously just a monthly rewatch at this point barbarian rewatched scary movie i rewatched uh i watched the slumber party massacre and brain dead uh, Brain Dead uh, was Peter Jackson actually in 1992. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Yeah, yeah, I I'm very much in the minority on it, so don't don't take my uh, don't take my review too seriously. But it just felt like the most you know Sam Raimi Evil Dead wannabe, um, and like that's the only thing I was thinking about the entire time I was watching this movie. Everything from like the quirkiness to the editing choices to the to the shot selections it's just it's very from the comedy it was just very sam raimi's evil dead and like it was just it just felt like uh i don't want to say cheap knockoff because the, the design and, and the practical effects were still fantastic but it did feel like it's the cheap knockoff of the evil dead and i it just i don't know just didn't sit well with me um and then two shorts i want to i want to plug neil blancamp two shorts raka and firebase both from 2017 watch them they are basically two love death and robots episodes uh in live action um raka is uh way more of a war film with uh you know an extraterrestrial invasion uh very uh district nine-esque except just more like war centric district nine bangs district nine does bang uh and then firebase pretty much the same thing uh vietnam war um they're just he has like this very like keen and like unique eye for like this apocalyptic dirty kind of like filmmaking and and those two shorts were were solid uh gonna watch more of his shorts uh seth watch angst please gerard i've seen it oh you have seen it what do you give it yeah yeah i well i I watched it years Uh, yeah i watched i watched angst years ago because i remember one of my friends like said it was like a disturbing movie. It's a really famous disturbing movie. They asked me to watch movie, it. Man. Really good, but it's been like four or five years, I want to say. So Dude, I probably I do need to rewatch it. Jaw on the floor the entire time. It was so. Some of the shots are really cool. Some of the shots the, are really And that's cool. the thing. Like, this movie doesn't do anything. Like, there's no flair to it. It's just, it's so no, it's very fucking creepy. And, like, what yeah. they want to show you, they commit to it. Like, they don't pull any yeah, punches. Yeah. It was just a brutal watch. Uh, across the spider-verse rewatch ahsoka bottoms and then we'll talk about sorry to bother you later this week yep um so yeah george kind of teased it our uh real quick review of the week this week is sorry to bother you um so i watched that i won't drain what i watched like i don't have to get into it too much we need to get moving a little bit um but the haunting of hill house was like big watch of the week that took up most of my time uh, yeah i'm gonna watch that show. that's just so goddamn so good uh, good it's like in my opinion it's the gold standard of horror because like i hate horror but it's just it's just fantastic Seth, have you have you you've never seen hill house right what Seth, you've seen have, it, right? have you seen the haunting of hill house what do you know what we had this conversation i've seen the haunting of hill house like five times oh 
When did we George, have one of the first Everyone. conversations we've ever had was how much how good Haunted Hill House is. Uh, I'm not even joking right now. What was that, like a year and a half ago? I don't remember. Well, yeah, this, <laughs> bro, you guys, are, I love Haunted I think often Haunted Hill House is amazing i love it it's yeah great. i think i think everyone can agree it's fantastic i Top think everyone tier. i everyone i follow has blind miners manners math though oh uh, yeah i agree. I, I don't like blind stop i, I like blind you know what i like midnight, blind midnight, blind midnight club or whatever midnight was mass fine i didn't watch that one i didn't midnight mass is i go hill house midnight mass and blind manor same. I liked Bly Manor. Uh, um, I thought Bly Manor was good. The, the I, reviews I, I, from uh, the yeah the, the House of Usher, the yeah. new one, all of the House of Usher yeah. looks good. Um, or uh, the reviews are good. So that that took up a lot of my time. Also, Emma and I have just been grinding like some Grace Anatomy. Love good Grace Anatomy through the first like twelve seasons. Um, it's good, and then it just drops off a cliff like crazy. Bottoms through the uh, first sorry, twelve you. seasons. Uh, yeah, I mean it's like it's like shit TV so. for the first twelve seasons. Yeah, I don't like, I don't watch it all the time. You can yeah, get yeah. into it, and then after that, it just like becomes even shitter TV. Are you yeah. like I just? Are you allowed to use the word first and then follow it by 12 seasons? I mean, yeah, it's got 19, <laughs> so there's seven more. Just, I, I don't know. I like the first 12 seasons. Like. I tweeted yesterday um, the, the video of me showing Christopher Nolan my Dark Knight tattoo. Mm. Did I ever tell that story on the pod? Because people keep DMing me asking no. for well, a segment. You spoke, to, you spoke to us, but you didn't speak on the okay, pod. So that was around wait, the time hold on, because well, someone actually it. asked that on a patron q a but we'll, we'll answer you can tell the story right here but i just want to shout out since no, no, did... I'll, I'll 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 do it on the patron q a okay I'll well i was just going to shout out who asked it just in all right dude all right so, i'll do it now i'll do it now so yeah let me on. let me just quickly find this who commented it christopher nolan how did george meet yeah. christopher nolan christopher nolan commented it great <laughs> Bra- shout out brady brady miller uh, one of our patrons brady miller asked this question that we would be answering in wednesdays real quick but since George is going to tell a story, might as well shout out. I'll so do it Brady now. Miller getting a full it, shout on the episode. Let's it, hear the it, story. It's a, it's a quick story. It's not like the, the Robert Pattinson story. Basically, we were at the after party of the Oppenheimer screening. And obviously, we none of the actors were there. This was very early strike. So I didn't even know Christopher Nolan was going to be there. Um, so we just walked into the after party, which was at a... Uh, oh, God. It was at a museum in New York. I forgot. I think it was like a natural history museum or something or whatever um so we walk in place was really cool designed really cool a lot of like cool like oppenheimer teases around the place um we get dinner we're kind of hanging out um one of like my tiktok uh like pals was there so we were just kind of sitting in a group chatting eating and at the one point one of them looks at me and goes hey christopher nolan's here and i'm like shut the fuck up no he's not so we turn around and we were like, okay, where is he? Like, we could not find this man. And it was a pretty small room. Like, you could see, like, every corner of the room. So I was like, where the fuck is he? So we start walking around and then we go to, like, this upper level. It was, like, two stairs, not even that upper. Um, and we see, like, this massive group of people. And we're like, all right, he's got to be in there. So we walked up to it and he's there. And this other guy that I was with, um, we kind of, like worked our way closer to nolan victoria and this other guy's i believe girlfriend um they stayed back just because there was a lot of people there they obviously don't much care to meet christopher nolan the way that me and him did um so we're like standing like five feet away from him i shit you not probably for like 15 20 minutes like so many people kept coming up to him and like just talking introducing themselves um but then at one point he like stops one conversation turns around and like we meet face to face and that's when i quickly just like Shook his hand. I told him, like, he's a big inspiration of mine. Um, and then I showed him my Dark Knight tattoo. Um, and he thought it was cool. He asked what we do. 
Um, and I didn't want to tell Christopher Nolan that I was a TikToker. A so, TikToker. So I said I was a movie critic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I did not want That's to tell funny. Christopher Nolan that I was a TikToker. You could have just said, like, you create content. So yeah, I could have said that. Um, but that was pretty much it. Once it was a quick, like, 30, 45 second. Something. What did I forget? Who else did you see there? Wait, did you see Pulse Raider? Oh yes, Paul Schrader yeah. was there. Yes, yes, yes. I didn't. Yeah. I did not see him. Paul Schrader. I hate to say it is not oh. a face I would recognize if I just saw him in public. Um, yeah, but yeah, that that was it. It was a really very quick 30, 45 second conversation. Showed him my Dark Knight tattoo. He liked it and awesome. Time to get into our movie Jeopardy segment. So Cam had to leave the show. He's got some dad things to do. So it's just going to be George versus Seth today. Tyler, myself, as the host, as the reigning defending Jeopardy champion with a, <laughs> with a runaway victory. I felt it's only all fair, right, all right, bro. Okay, it's we, only get it, fair we get it. We get it to <laughs> remove myself. So shout out Isaac Hirschberger again for making these. These are super fun. I have not looked at any of these questions. We have the real close collection. We have franchise foes, movie title mashup portrayals of the past and celebrity name mashup so george you got your wish celebrity name mashup is back we also got movie title matchup mashup i'm guessing real close collection is going to be stuff we like three of us is a five and maybe one of us is a 4.5 4. 5. and then franchise foes don't really know what that's going to be in portrayals of the past maybe remakes of, of older movies but we'll see um so reminder for jeopardy um what we're going to do since we're using a different recording software is basically george or seth is going to say got it after i finish reading the entire question one of you will say got it and remember if you answer like if you say got it you have to answer and if you get it wrong you lose points so that don't just try to you know family feud it where you just kind of try to answer everything so let's let's just jump yeah. right into it i'm going to be honest it's my first time hosting the jeopardy so i'm going to hope everything works well for <laughs> for this this game that isaac created for us but let's go ahead and jump right into it so flipping a virtual coin it lands flip it on my hand seth you get the first pick for which category you want to go for take it away okay uh i'll go i'll go re i'll go 300 real close collection starting with the 300s this pre-2000 sports drama shot in seth's favorite color palette of black and white received a 4.5 star rating from all real talk members got it uh, it's got it george oh, i said what, what is raging bull fuck you man <laughs> all right let's see how i can reveal the answer space bar space bar oh got it what is raging bull george I fucking go yeah. Good job. Easy W. Good job. All right. I think I know how to work this now. So that means it goes to George. George, you can pick the next category. Yes. Uh, I'm very curious for this movie title mashup. So we'll go for that for 100. Start easy. Start movie easy. title mashup, 100. A teenage boy with the help of an older eccentric mentor uses a time traveling car to travel to a faraway galaxy and confronts his evil estranged father in a duel. Got it. Seth. Fuck, man. Why have I done that? Uh, what is Back it. to the Galaxy? I don't fucking know. Got back it. to the God. No, I got it. I was oh. going to say The Empire Strikes Back to the Future. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know I didn't know uh, how stealing I, I can't lie. I yeah. thought it was Garden Galaxy. I thought it was Garden's Galaxy 2 in the second mm. bit. That's so uh, stupid. Sorry, George. Crazy. Sorry, George. What is The Empire Strikes Back to the Future? That, that's my bad. But now now I'm, I'm, I'm on track. I'm on track as a host. I'll, I'll, I'll be better. Um, so... Since no one won that one, George, you get to pick the next category again. I'll go for movie title mashup 200. Movie title mashup oh, 200. Look. A basketball playing golden retriever overtakes a prison transport plane and stages an escape after landing in the desert. 
I know the first one. I don't know the second. I know the, I know the I know the first one too. Wait, a basketball. Player. What the hell is a got a dog? Yeah. What? I know that movie, but what the hell is the second one? All right. Well, we yeah. What's the five... second? Wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Three seconds. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, yeah. okay, George? okay, okay. Uh, Con Air Bud. What is Con Air Bud? Oh, good pull. I haven't even what seen is, Con Air. Yeah, I was confused because like the Air Bud was what's first. The film? Con Air. I was, I was, yeah, that, that's what I was. I was thinking Air Bud and right. then something. I was like, what the hell? What, what, what are the yeah. films here? What are the films? Con, Con Air and, and Air Bud. I haven't seen either of them. That's, You've never heard of Air Bud? Like you problem, bro. George with the win. <laughs> George, Watch next more movies, bro. <laughs> next uh, movie title mashup 300. I'm not gonna... After finding evidence of aliens in a briefcase in the wreckage of an intergalactic drug deal in the desert, a man is hunted down by a psychopathic killer and a secret government government agency sworn to protect the aliens. I don't know, man. After finding evidence of aliens. This is tough. I have no idea either. Psychopath film. killer. And There's killer. too many words in my brain. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm thinking something with men in black, but I really don't know. All right. Yeah, gonna... No one got it. No. What is no country for old oh, men? Black. Black. Oh, yeah, yeah, that damn. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. That's creative. Creative. Damn. All right. Um, George. That's fucking creative. Pick I don't know you thought that. That's, crazy. That's so annoying. Uh, we'll go franchise foes for 100. Why did George get to pick again? Because he, he's the latest one who no, got I it didn't, right. I didn't though. answer. He, well, he, yeah, he didn't oh, answer, okay. but he's yeah, it's, it's, until him. someone else gets it right, uh, okay, then, okay. then he gets it. Yeah. So George is going to pick the whole time. This superhero what? franchise. Uh, this superhero franchise had villains played by Willem Dafoe, Alfred Molina, and Topher Grace. And got it. Got it. Seth, you got to wait till the the answer. The question is fully read. So George, you get first. Fuck! <laughs> uh, Give me I the mean, I'm, I'm assuming they're looking for what is Sam Raimi's Spider-Man trilogy. What is okay. Sam Raimi's Spider-Man? Yep. George, next one. I'll go franchise foes for 200. This action franchise has a stellar villain gallery with Philip Seymour Hoffman, Sean Harris, and Henry Cavill each getting a turn. Got it. Got it. <laughs> Give me that shit. No, I got it. Uh, George, George got it by a hair. <laughs> Wait, no, on mine, it sounded like I got it. <laughs> I will. No, on mine, it actually sounded like I was like three seconds before. No. I will start to account for the lag because the UK and far yeah. away. So I'll start to count for that going forward. So people listening, if it sounds like. If it's close and George gets it by a little bit, I'm going to start giving it to Seth because I know there is. Oh, give it me, that. but no, the, <laughs> no, this, no, this, this one, this me. one's George though. From now on, I'll be better. What? I genuinely <laughs> on my seriously, I'm not lying. On my end, I was like two seconds before. Yeah, on my that. end, that's not my fault. Yeah. That's not my fault. I know. I'll account for it. That's crazy. <laughs> I'll account for it going forward. That's George, crazy. George. Yeah, but this is the only one that I'll get right in the whole fucking board. I need these points. George, get your what points. Is, that's crazy. What is Mission Impossible? Oh. <laughs> What is Mission Impossible? That's crazy. All right, so now everyone listening, just know that if you hear George first by like a couple, like two seconds, I'm gonna. Yeah, and you'll still give him. So it doesn't matter. George, George, uh, what what do you got next? I'll go movie title mashup for 400. I like a guy. socially inept genius capable of counting toothpicks in seconds discovers he has superpowers and defends Earth against invaders from his home planet. Oh, I know the first one. I. Uh, I know the first one. Fuck. Oh, I actually know this one. I'm going to guess it if you guys yeah. want to do I don't know. Hold on. A socially inept genius, cape, blah, 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 in seconds, discovers he has superpowers and defends Earth against invaders from... I'm actually stoked that I got this one. Shit. I have no idea. I have no idea. All right. 
What is Rain Man of Steel? Oh, Bang. I knew Rain Man. How did I not get I Man of Steel? I haven't seen Rain Man. Fuck. I'll go real close collection for 200. This holiday classic received a 4.5 star rating from all Real Talk members, although Seth did give the sequel a five star rating. Got it. Got it. Seth. Oh, no. <laughs> no, that one's Seth. Uh, what is Home Alone? I said that is Home Alone? so before Seth. That was unbelievable. <laughs> oh, oh, seriously, I'm not lying. I'm mine. I'm like seconds before you. Seriously. No, like. It's like, Tyler, when we did this with Kian as well, it was the same thing. I was like so far behind. Yeah, that's when I learned my my lesson was that you and Kian were like getting my feedback way off off time. Um, So yeah, next, Seth, you get to pick the next category. Uh, Real Close Collection 500. This foreign film released within the last 10 years received a 4.5 star rating from all Real Talk members. Very vague. It could be any. George. Really? You got it. Uh, I mean, this is an absolute assumption and a pull because I'm, I think, I think, I think Seth gives us a five out of five, so I might be losing these points. Uh, what is Portrait of a Lady on Fire? Mm. Yeah, you're wrong. It's, it's not. Decision to leave. No. I was going to say decision to leave. I, I swear to God. <laughs> no, what the fuck? Tyler, I swear to God I was going to say what is decision to leave. Well, I promise you I was going to say what is decision to leave. It's, it's okay. It's okay. This guy's trying to fault me out of so many points. It's crazy. Um, I didn't even get a guess. Yeah, we we, we should the, get. Yeah, the other I, person should get a chance to guess. I okay. swear to God, I was gonna say what is decision to leave. I promise you. Uh, All right. Well, I pro- that's crazy. I promise you, I will be better on the next one. Um, I've got fucked out of five, like seven hundred points. It's in still this neck game. and neck. Seth, you get to pick the next category. Uh, yeah, now it's neck and neck. Well, it doesn't matter what I pick. I'll still get it wrong according to you. Real close collection four hundred. This Oscar-nominated film depicting an aging outlaw coming to grips with his mortality received a 4.5 star rating from all Real Talk members. Aging outlaw. That's 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 getting me. Aging outlaw is getting me. Wow, what? Coming to grips with his mortality. Hmm. I'm stumped on this one too. But we've I, all I reviewed it at 4.5. Yeah, the movie I have in my head, I don't think I give a 4.5, so I'm not going to guess that. Oscar-nominated right. film. Three seconds. Outlaw? I, I, I'm not going to get it. What is this, like Ringo uh, or something? What is Puss in Boots? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I love no that. That got me thinking of some, like, I was thinking of some, like, Western or some shit. Yeah, the, yeah that's what I was yeah, thinking. Yeah, that, that's one that if you gave me 24 hours to think, I would have never given up. I would have never but, pulled But it that. is valid. It is valid. Seth, next category. Oh, my God. Uh, real close question, 100. Is there anyone else? This swashbuckling adventure movie from 2003 got- receives a 4.5 star rating from all Real Talk members. Got it. Seth. Got it. What is Pirates of the Caribbean Curse of Black Pearl? Yeah, good pull. Seth, yeah. with how is that's a hundred? Fuck's sake, man. <laughs> we are a one hundred point um, game about halfway through. Seth, next category. <laughs> Everyone's avoiding this. I'll go front. <laughs> yeah, I'll go franchise. <laughs> franchise foes three hundred. Despite capable actors such as Charlize Theron and Idris Elba playing villains, this franchise's latest films have mostly poor ratings from the Real Talk crew. Got it. Got it. George, that, that one was close. That was really close. But really, what? <laughs> oh my god, it sounds uh, like me. <laughs> what? What is sake. the Fast and Furious? Seth, do you have a guess other than uh, that? 
or was that, wow, was that, that right? no i was gonna well i, I don't i was gonna say fast and i don't furious. get to see the answer unless i reveal it so that's why like you have to uh, give me a, so okay. i was gonna say fast and furious okay. so yeah. what is fast okay and i was gonna say if i was like what other franchise did both of them play a villain because <laughs> i think the problem <laughs> the problem is that i shared the screen and cam had it on his so like cam was able to see the answers without yeah. it being shown but i'm sharing the screen so um yeah i, I that's when you gotta pull out the ipad that's man, get it up that's why Wait, I wasn't, do, do you think i should say got it when you're like not finished because i on my side i'm saying it like second if i were you strategically when i'm on like the third to last word if you know it right away i would say got it because i think that would be right i'm getting all of these that's so whack um i'll go franchise foes for 400 benjamin bratt jason siegel and south park co-creator trey parker lent their voices as villains in this animated franchise got it seth I do not have this. What the fuck, man? What am I doing? Uh, cars. 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 What is George, cars? George, do you have a secondary uh, guess? Oh. Because I, yes. I know I know what Benjamin Bratt's been in. I don't even know that. I don't know who that is. But like, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know if Jason Siegel was in this. Well, just how many it. is this for? Oh, Four hundred. All right. It's okay if I get this right. It's not like I'm losing. I'm gonna go with what is Despicable Me. Ooh. <laughs> oh fuck off. Man. What a poll. <laughs> I only oh, knew Benjamin Christ. Bratt. I did not know Jason Siegel was in that. I didn't uh, know I'll, I'll, Brad I'll Brad continue is. with franchise foes. We'll we'll cap that off at five hundred. This franchise adapted from novels had Dakota Fanning and Bryce Dallas Howard as minor villains. Bryce Dallas Howard. Dakota, Dakota Fanning. Fanning. <laughs> Dakota Fanning. Didn't know either of them had villains in their bag. What the fuck? I know what Dakota Fanning was. Okay, I got I've it. Got, I've got a guess, but I don't want to say that. All right, yeah, well, George, you, George, what's your guess? Uh, I'm going to go with what is Twilight. No, right. that's what I was going to say. If, it's, if that's shout, right. Shout out moment. Victoria for just I'm going to be so annoyed if that's right. That is for, right. For Victoria. I honestly... Victoria just made me watch Breaking Dawn part. I'm one. dead. That's the only franchise I could think of, but I was yeah, scared of losing I was trying to think of like so what like, recent like, oh, in wow. novels. I was like Harry Potter. I've seen all of those movies and just don't remember them. Percy them Jackson. Because <laughs> um, who else is in that? Uh, Anna, Anna Kendrick is in that. Mm-hmm. that. That name also like came yeah. out of nowhere. Uh, I'll go movie title mashup for 500. We'll, we'll rack oh. this up. A crew of young teenage thieves are set to sabotage several Las Vegas casinos until they wake up one morning and discover they've aged overnight. Got it. Seth. Seth. I don't know how how to... I, don't, I know the two films, but I don't know how to do it. Like, Well, they should link together one of them ending with the first of the last one. Wait... Three seconds. Wait, where'd he go? Sorry, I bailed. I don't fucking know. All right. Um, well, you'll lose points. But George, do you have a guess or no? Like I know, I, I know one of the movies, and it's obviously I'm not going to say it. But no, I'm not going to waste my my pull. All right. I'm very curious to see this. Why well, Ocean's thirteen going oh, on thirty? Hmm. Oh, thank what's God. Go, what's going on? I thought it was Hangover. Yeah, I, I was thinking Hangover Same. or Hot Tub Time yeah. Machine. Can oh. this guy pick films I've seen, please? <laughs> Um, uh, we'll go portrayals of the past for 100. In Netflix's The Crown, Prince Charles is played by Dominic West, a native of this city, perhaps the greatest city in the history of the known universe. <laughs> so does anyone know where Isaac Hirschberger is from? Because I feel like this is probably his city. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'll let Seth guess. There's, I don't know. I feel like he should get this. Yeah, it's got to be an English city, right? I don't know. Where's Prince Charles from? I don't actually know. No, I don't give. 
anti-royal family. So I, I know, I, I know that, I know I've got a guess, but like, I don't want to get, because I don't want to lose any more points. It's only a hundred. Do you want to throw out that guess? I don't, I thought he was from, um. This has to be where Isaac Hirschberg is from though. Like that just makes, it's called the greatest I mean, city. is it not just. Oh, it's not Prince Charles. It's Dominic West is a native of this city. Oh, not yeah. Not Prince yeah, Charles. In yeah. Ephesus, Grand Prince Charles. All right. Should I just go? Should uh, I just reveal the answer? Was, no one wants to risk a guess. Uh, I don't know uh, fucking Dominic. I don't know who Dominic well, yeah, West I, is. I was thinking of just where the crown is t- taking place. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking just London. But right, if it's where well, Dominic West is. I was is thinking from, like, where? We'll just I reveal No idea. Sheffield. <laughs> 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 He's from Sheffield. That's crazy. That's so jokes. Bro, about to link up after this episode. I really thought it was wow. just going to be fucking uh, celebrity name oh, mashup for 100. How is he not giving me questions of films I've seen if he's with from the same place? <laughs> Should we give me like four lions and shit? The first is the lead singer of Aerosmith. Wait, what is this? Has a celebrity name mashup. The first is the lead singer of Aerosmith and has a famous actress for a daughter. The second is a highly educated and has degrees from Penn State, Wisconsin, and Arizona. Hey, I, I couldn't. I don't know. What Aer- I couldn't name highly one Aerosmith song. I've no idea what they are. Uh, okay, fucking... I. I mean, I don't think this is it, but it, okay. This is a hundred. All right, so, or George. Is a second is a highly educated and has degrees. God, who is God? This is gonna be such a stupid guess if it's not right. Who is Steven Tyler Perry? Close. Who is Steven Tyler Whitmore? <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck off! <laughs> That's Damn, funny. Yeah. I forgot. Next. That's funny. Next. Up. Oh my god. All right, celebrity name masher for 200. I love that I'm a celebrity in his eyes. The first already <laughs> won an Oscar for Best Actress at age 22. The second had starred with Keanu Reeves in both the Matrix and John Wick franchises. I got this one. Wait, what are we doing? Celebrity oh, name okay. mashup. What? Who won an Oscar at 22? And then I feel like you, one of you guys have got to get this one. I really don't know. The second starred with Keanu. I think I know the first, I think I know the best actress in one. Both John Wick franchises. So think of her last name. What was it? What's that first name of? Who's been in John Wick and the Matrix? I can't. Trying to lead you guys no there. Clue. All right, we'll we'll call it there. It is who is yeah. jo- Jennifer Lawrence Fishburne? Wow. Oh, oh shit. my god. She was twenty two. She won Oscar at twenty two. That's no, crazy. I didn't realize Silver she Linings was playbook. Next I didn't up. know she was. I was thinking 22. a completely different actress. I so was I was not, yeah, I was like Kate Winslet. I was like, what the fuck? Alright, all right, let's go portrayals of the Carrie past Moss. for two hundred. Portrayals of the past for two hundred. This former British Prime Minister has been portrayed by a host of acclaimed actors, including John Lithgow, Gary Oldman, and Brian Cox. Oh my God! Who did Gary Oldman just? Uh, who did Gary Oldman play? Oh, uh, yeah. got it. Seth. Winston Churchill. Oh, yeah. believe that is right. Who what? Is who is Winston yeah, Churchill? Yeah, I'll give it to you. I, Sorry, I'm not a Jeopardy stickler with that. Who is? What is nonsense? Get it. Get it right next time, bro. Seth, when did John, John Lithgow right? play him? Yeah, when did John Lithgow play? That, him? That's an interesting I have no casting. idea. That's an interesting casting. Um, Seth, next. Um, time. I'll go. Betrayals of the past five hundred. Trails of the Past 500. John Wayne was shockingly cast as this historical ruler, widely considered one of the worst castings of all time. Oh, no. I know this, but I don't know the name of the guy, but I know, like, the controversy. I, oh, God. I know got the controversy, it, but I can't remember it. who it is. George. Got it, got it, got it. Who is Genghis Khan? 
Mm, I believe oh, that is right. Shit, yeah, that shit was yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, George, next uh, category. Uh, I'll go celebrity name mashup for three hundred. I'm so. Biased. It is still. It's, yeah, it dude. is still anyone's game, though. It is still anyone's game. Like honestly, Seth can it's, still win this score not, mathematically. It, it's the first played the protagonist. You did five hundred. Isn't that what he said? No, I said three hundred. Well, the first played the, the protagonist box. in Christopher Nolan's first studio theatrical release. The second had a four-movie run playing one of the Britain's most iconic characters. I can't remember who, what the guy's name was in that film. Oh, uh, got it, got it, got, I got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, too. it. George. Uh, really? Who is, who is Guy Pierce Brosnan? Yep, that's correct. Who is Guy Pierce Oh, Brosnan? studio theatrical release. I know, that yeah, tripped me up, I, too. I, I, I'm thinking, I, I was thinking, the, thinking I'm the following. Thinking following. I was oh, like, who the fuck oh. was in the following? It took me a second. <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. Um, yeah, I'll go Celebrity Name Mashup for 300. Celebrity Name Mashup 300. The first starred alongside Brian Cranston in Breaking Bad. The second plays the main villain in the movie that George has logged 10 times in 18 months on Letterboxd. Got it. George. Who is Aaron, Aaron Paul Dano? Aaron Paul Dano. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I hate this fucking game. I hate it. I'm so next next oh. time we do this, I want Seth to host just because I think it'll be wild for like Cam, me, and George's like lag time of answering questions. And then we get to see what he feels of us being all. No, I want people to. I want people in the comments to tell me that I've been unfairly unjust in this game. <laughs> I should have. A, no, in the first it, two, okay. I should have at least. It was only two times where you said. Which that were. 500 and 300. So uh, I, at least give me some pride here. Right. I won't win. Don't get me wrong. I won't win. But like, you know. Uh, George, next uh, category. So, so celebrity name mashup for 400. Oh, celebrity oh, name mashup 400. Smart. The first has starred in multiple films for both Fincher and Tarantino, as well as one for Chazelle. And the second is a rapper that hails himself as Mr. Worldwide. Who am I? Uh, got it. Seth. Uh, who is Brad Pitbull? Yep. <laughs> good, good, good work. Yeah. I like that one. 400. Yay. I feel yeah. like that one was a little easier than a 400. Just saying. Yeah, Seth, your next category. Uh, 400 portrayals of the past. Portrayals of the past 400. Tom Hardy and Robert De Niro have both portrayed this infamous American criminal. Got it. Uh, Seth. Go, got it. Al Capone. Who is Al Capone? Yeah, good one. Nice. I did not know that one. Good pull. Good pull. So I'm going to get in the positives. Here. Just let me in the positives. <laughs> uh, which one should I go for? Uh, 300 portrayals of the past, please. This famous military commander has been played by both Marlon Brando and Holm and is the subject of a highly anticipated biopic yet to be released. Oh, shit. Oh, no. No idea. Can't remember the name. I got zero. I the only remember. commander. I saw this Well, I know one of these guys playing. I do not think is like a real person, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, no one got it. It was. It's Who is Napoleon? <laughs> oh, and is subject to a highly anticipated bio. We're yeah. stupid. My so mind went straight to General Kurtz. Rings. I was like, is General Kurtz a real military, famous military commander? We're so Brown? stupid. Yeah, that All was stupid. Right. Yeah, well, that, that was wow. fun. Again, thank you for Isaac well, Hirschberger for making this. Well, Very fun, and well, we, we love that you make these, and always such creative categories. So please make more, and yeah, next course. time we'll have either Seth host or George host to keep keep switching it up to keep other people playing. But, yeah, that ends our Jeopardy session. Let me see if I can do this without breaking the recording. So stop <laughs> sharing screen. Shout out to 7Mod Jeffy, Alexander Biscardi, Ben Leggy, Ben Hansey, Cody Whitney, Dakota Buckner, Dean Katamanidis, Dylan Chip, Ferdinando Four, Jimmy O'Connor, Jordan Gag, Josh Hines, Casper, Luke Deerhog, Ra'em Bait, Ra'em Bait, Reese David, 
Remy Walker, Roka 1.0, Robert Leo Jislawson, Sean Morales, Stefan Johnson, Trey Artsy, Will Kim, and Zach Graves. Shout out to all of you. Also, Rem, I hope I pronounced your name right. Um, you, shouted, you shouted me out in a message saying, like, here's how to actually pronounce my name. So I welcome all of you who's on the, on the executive producers. Discord me. DM me. Let me know if I mispronounced your name wrong because I, I want to get them right. And, and you know, I'm, sometimes it's tough, uh, especially because we have listeners all I just want to say as well, um, RIP to, to Josh K's camping chair. Uh, who, wait, what's that? What? You don't need to know this. <laughs> Inside joke. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> it's it's you know you don't need to know. They'll know. They'll I don't even know who that is. Is that one of our patrons or Discord? You, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, okay. yeah, it's, yeah. It's. Well, yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know if you're like if you just saw something on Twitter of like some like celebrity something that happened, but no, yeah. no, it's in um, the MMA chat. It's one of our most active mm. Discord. See, this is another reason. If you like UFC MMA, we're always active in our Patreon mm-hmm. Discord, mm-hmm. and there's so many of us who just speak about that nonstop all day. So there's mm-hmm. another reason. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty active like in the American MMA. football Discord as well. So like we talk more than just movies. Obviously, there's a ton of movie content discussion that goes on daily, but there's other stuff in yeah. there too. So definitely check out our Patreon and the links down below if you want to get involved. So with that, I'll just say thank you all for listening to this episode of the Real Talk Podcast. Was a little all over the place, but I hope you had fun hearing some movie reviews, movie news, Jeopardy, some stories about our lives. So hope you enjoyed today's episode. Leave a like and comment if you enjoyed this kind of less structured, just like kind of all over the place episode, or if you like it more when we're more rigid and by the book for what we're talking about each episode. But hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. Follow us on Spotify and Apple. We'll see you in the next one.